Greetings and welcome. In the name that's above every other name. Something in us is gonna bow for the first time ever tonight. And you'll take flight in heavenly glory light. And you'll have a greater vision of the silver eagle's sight. You will fly up into the realms where there is no night. It's called the dawning of day and eternal summer yay. Not a possibility, a covenant promise of the word of God written in the blood of Jesus. It's written on the stars. Religion keeps you from the stars and makes stars your enemy, but stars are your promised land. And when your promised land is taken over by Canaanite demons, you're fed lies by the spirits of the demons in the wilderness saying, don't go into the promised land, they'll kill you. Don't go into the stars, that's sorcery. The second heavens is demonic, it'll kill you. So the same lies that were believed in the exodus of Moses are believed by the Christians of Jesus Christ today, only to be obliterated in every which way. But not the witch's way. For augury has been augured by the great white eagle. Do you think there's bad news in the gospel? Do you think Deuteronomy 18, Moses' Torah, condemning the ten forms of witchcraft and sorcery, bone necromancy, and all the wickedness of the ability of the fallen angels through sinful men and women, do you think that Moses would leave you hanging? Do you think the Lamb of God and Moses together would leave you hanging? A lot of people believe that, actually. They think that, well, the sorcerer of Babylon and his, and his stars are more powerful than anything Moses and the Lamb have in Revelation 15. I know because I encounter this unbelief continuously amongst Christians every day that the enemy is bigger than Christ in you. Obviously, your eyes are not on him because whatever your eyes are hooked into, that's what's being multiplied in your conscious. That's your thought life. And if your thought life is a heap of garbage, mm -hmm. you're clearly not meditating on the victories of Moses and the victories of the Lamb of God. How great is this man Moses? We've talked about how great the Lamb is, but the Lamb filled the house of Moses. If you read Hebrews, what good is the Lamb if you don't even have the structure of the house. You're stuck on the earth because you've rejected the house of the sun, moon, and stars of Torah, Genesis 1. So that's what a lot of people have done, even in the river of life and in the glory stream in the charismatic church. We come to a place where we're like, we have all the things of God and are still yet on the earth under the sorcerers of Babylon that are honestly a bunch of derelicts. These are not the best sorcerers that Satan has ever had. Those ones are long gone. Albert Pike was the best sorcerer of modern times. He's been dead for a hundred years. He invented 33rd degree Scottish Rite Freemasonry sorcery, augury, to fill the nations with demons, to sacrifice men and women through world wars. He invented that. 
It's written in the Roosevelt letters, and it's public knowledge that everyone has access to. Of how Albert Pike was talking to Mussolini, Adolf Hitler, and Stalin, and meeting in Switzerland, and setting up World War I and World War II as human sacrifices for the fallen angels. It's called augury. It's what Freemasonry and sorcery has done. They have sacrificed human beings as the animal sacrifices of the Levitical ritual of Judaism. Truth in you. So it's a total perversion of Moses. Moses would never do that in a million years. Moses was the greatest man of God who's ever lived. There's no one that will bring the fury and the wrath of the Lamb in these days like Moses upon everyone. I don't care your race, your color, your creed, your religion. The law is going to burn you up from Zion during these times. What kind of law? The law of Jesus Christ fulfilling Moses. I have not come to do away with Torah. Remember, they asked that question, are you doing away with Torah? Because you're healing on the Sabbath and all the Pharisees say you're a heretic and a cult leader. Jesus Christ said, I'm not doing away with Torah. I'm not doing away with Moses. I'm fulfilling it, it is written. The fulfillment of Torah of Moses means all the blood of Jesus, the Messiah of Israel, king of every rung of Shekinah glory of moon, sun, and stars, is now filled with God's own genetics, his blood, his spirit, his water, and his word. So that means Torah is full of Jesus Christ. It is written, I have come to fill the law. We come out here like the man of lawlessness of 1 John in total rebellion and decadence and hyper grace and universalism and every doctrine of demons and men ever created in Babel the Great. And we become the enemies of the fulfilled law. And so what do we do? We just rebel constantly and we actually agree with a familiar spirit in our brain and you're being augured Mm -hmm. chiefly by the red magicians of satanic sorcery that are in the higher rungs of Klippith Kabbalah and they're augering the Christians just like they augured the Israelites in Egypt through Egyptian sorcery. That's why you got a pyramid on your $1 bill. Egyptian sorcery is like 4,000 year old revelation to these people and we're coming in without even a new covenant wisdom that can take out 4,000 year old Cain revelation. Mm -hmm. You're playing with sticks and stones, and they're playing with machine guns and chemical warfare. So our job as apostles of the Lamb in Red Letter Ministries is to equip you with the Torah of Yarevave, to be the greatest pacifist of all time. Gandhi, eat your heart out. Gandhi, eat a Snickers bar. Gandhi... Is that you eating the Snickers bar? I thought I heard a prowler. I don't know if it's just like the heights, but I'm trying to remember who Gandhi even is. Like, I know I know this one. That was like 3,000 years ago I read about that. 3,000 Sephardic years ago. Don't worry about Gandhi. I can't even remember. He's dead. That's but so did wild. he go to heaven, brother? Who cares? Hell's thrown in the lake of fire. Look at those sapphire stones, man. Let the silver eagle, the white eagle, completely infuse your Rua souls. You know, I don't know. People don't really have a grid for your past being like a thousand years behind you until you go up sapphire stones. I think that's something 
you should be aware of. I know you'll experience it when you go up, but as you begin to go up the Sephirotic decades, the increase of the time that has passed in the cosmos between where your past was and where you go, it's so, so long ago. Even just going up one rung or going up a little bit, it's like the past is so far behind you. And the higher you go up, the farther behind you it is. It's like, it's not like when you're down on the earth. It's not like when you're just like, oh yeah, I, I, I still, I I'm still kind of remember. I'm a hundred years old. You look like it. Yeah. You look like you've been on the earth a hundred years. It, it's like uh, when you're still down on the earth, right, in Malkut of Asaya, I, there, I remember there was like this kind of a feeling that even if it happened a long time ago, you still had like some kind of residual guilt for old sins or like it's still kind of there or you just have to focus your mind. Or, you know, there's there's weird things like that. But as you go up, it's like anything you've ever done in your whole life. It's funny because people who are down in the dust of the earth probably remember your old uh, your old house better than you do. I like that meme today. Or that what was the, the picture you put on, on Facebook about selling your old house. You want to read that one to you? Yeah, that one was really good. And I, I felt that. I was like, you know, that it's like that. People who Taste remember your see. old nefesh, like that that person is dead. Can't even, like, remember any of that. In my father's house yeah. are many new houses. Yeah. Dwelling places for souls <laughs> above Satan's slime. Trying to hurt me it, by bringing up my past is like trying to rob my old house. I don't live there anymore. Exactly. Nice try. Not today, Satan. Yeah. That is so, it's so accurate. That's one of the benefits about going up the sapphire stones. There's just like, whew, it's just gone, you know? It's just so ancient. It feels like thousands of years ago, can barely even remember. And uh, anything brought to your remembrance is just, it might be for like some kind of a testimony to help someone and then it'll be brought to your remembrance without any sorrow or bitterness or anything like that. It's just, it's wonderful. Kind of reminds me when they talk to people in heaven and they talk about their mistakes on the earth. Uh, but they do it in such a way, it, it's like a distant, far off kind of a thing. And uh, it's just really, it's wonderful. There's nothing better. I don't know what you're doing with your life, but you could start going up Jacob's ladder today and I think that would that would be great. <laughs> and you would feel great. Anywhere that you don't feel great, if you go up Jacob's ladder, you'll start feeling great in that area. It's it, anything that you think this is the issue, that's the issue or he responds to me like this, she responds to me like that, blah blah blah. It's just all of it's just distractions and delusions. Anything that takes up your mental space that's not just God and peace and the pleasant emotions of heaven, it's literally just a demonic distraction to keep you from going up sapphire stones. It's really like cut and dry like that. <laughs> everything, well, this is happening. Okay, the solution, you go up the sapphire stones. It's like that with everything. Well, my, my heart hurts about this, but this, blah, blah, blah. It, it's everything. Forget about anything that's taking up your mental space except going up sapphire stones, and that Excuses takes care of everything. Excuses are like sinners. They're everywhere. Yeah. It, it's just, it's astonishing. The higher you go up, the more you realize this is it. All that stuff about, well, my destiny, what I'm going to do, and blah, 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 blah. Just stop. 
It doesn't even matter. You won't even care about all that stuff you, you care about right now. you don't know who my mom is. It literally doesn't matter. You just go my up. My spouse mm -hmm. is the worst principality <laughs> in Satan's seven hells. Well, a lot of people have already had to deal with I've heard it all like 10,000 times on repeat for 20 years. <clears throat> I'm not burnt out by it. I just know it's a bunch of human crap. <laughs> you just need to go up the sapphire stones. Literally... Everything, oh, your job and blah, 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 money, blah, blah, no, just go up sapphire stones. Oh, your relationships or blah, 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 your destiny, ah, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. People are dying. Well, you know, okay, here's the thing. This is... Excuses, excuses. Well, people are dying. Okay, I don't want to hear it. What a lame <laughs> excuse that is. So people lame. are always dying. Let the, the dead, dead bury, bury the, the dead. dead. And here's my question. That's not even a question. Gospel notice, is the fragrance of death, the Bible says. It is. So, Second Corinthians chapter 2, do you have a fragrance of death gospel to the dying? Maybe next year at BB Luxury If you don't, you don't even have the real fragrance gospel. Fragrance of death. You got that 10% off coupon. Yeah. I would, that would be fun. Fragrance of death. To sin, and in tiny, tiny print, in parentheses, the fine print, to sin. Like. $10,000 per Just milliliter. enough to like shock value for like the white elephant gift for your family. It's made out of scorpion poison. That probably smells good. Scorpion good. poison like a really is, high end. is the most expensive liquid on earth. Do you know that? There's a lot you don't Just where is your sink? Oh, oh, good! <laughs> you sprayed it in your eyes, <laughs> So scorpion pharaohs. Any perfume will do that. You just, drives you'd have crazy. some wisdom. Yeah. Well, I'm just excited for you to go up. It's just anything that you think about yourself or you worry about. Make a Sailor Moon fragrance. How people think about you. Sailor Mood. Mm. Sailor Mood. <laughs> With like vibe. just some like Sailor Moon imposter. <laughs> Sailor like Moon. Like the budget version. Like yeah. my, my pair of Adidas. Pixelated in 8 bits so there's no copyright infringement. And my pair of Adidas. Don't worry. It's not Sailor price. Moon. It's Sailor Moon. Look at, look at it. They're <laughs> totally retarded. Yeah. <laughs> this is, well, she kind of is a, too in the show. She is, yeah. <laughs> because in the beginning, she thinks it's all like imaginary. She thinks That's it's her a humility. dream. Her first, uh, yeah, her first. You see my shirt? Yeah. Uh -huh. That's a cool yep. shirt. Sailor Mood. Repping the crew. Mm -hmm. It's my future fragrance coming up. Maybe I like that show because it's full of Kabbalah. <laughs> it's made out of scorpion poison. <laughs> yeah, I think when the very first, if you watch, I like a Sailor Moon crystal. That's my favorite one to watch. I like that. The series, it's really good based on a true story. <laughs> Literally, it's full of Kabbalah. But it's interesting that I remember the first episode or so. She thinks it's literally not even real. It's like how people deal with the imaginary. Like they, they think it's imaginations. Like they think just however they imagine, that's how the invisible world is. That's the enemies. Okay, Lala, it's just whatever. Until she gets hurt, and then she's like, oh my god, it's real. <laughs> and then it's just like, yep, all right. And then she's like, just scared and doesn't want to fight. He's like, no, this I is I had a construction scary. worker flip me off today. Wow. <laughs> Sailor. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah. 
I said, what is wrong with that temple of a dog right now? And the Lord's like, his sorcerers are mad at you. The augurs yeah. are pissed at those that are being mm -hmm. consumed by all the red magic arts of the fallen angels dying in these days by the gospel. A lot of people don't realize that everything Jesus Christ has in the kingdom of heaven is better than anything the devil has in terms of ruling the nations. And so, I mean, I deal with auger dogs continuously. And I know you guys probably don't even know what that is, but it's a reality in the apostolic. This like the soothsayer following Paul around for three weeks. And finally, he's like, I'm done. He was so used to people being augered through Grecian mm -hmm. sorcery and the Roman sorcery. They had all of it back then. It's ancient, okay? It's not just modern sorcerers. It's been going on thousands of years. He finally turned around and drove the demon out of the girl. You are. he was annoyed. He was annoyed. He was like, was like this, this augury has gone too far. That's where I draw in the auger, uh, a line in the augury sand. Three weeks of following me around telling the truth mm -hmm. is too much. Sometimes you just and get he drove the demon out that was telling the truth. These men are apostles of Yadevave telling you the way to be saved. She was a fortune teller saying the truth. Most of the time when you go to church, you're listening to those soothsayers. Yeah. That's why you never discover the sapphire stones or never go up and you're still human. Still got all the same human problems in the charismatic church. Why? Because soothsaying and the ten forms of Laban sorcery are in every single Christian church in the world right now. Truth in it. Oh, that's true, by the way. And they go to every conference to get more and more augured. That's true. I've got a little testimony here. Uh, last night, speaking of... And we're not mad at you. Speaking of the soothsaying, soothsayers, Christian witchcraft, I made a really awesome decision last night to go through my YouTube home feed and unsubscribe to all the Christian paganism channels that I used to subscribe to, like, uh, what are the, the ones they do the, you know, they, oh, yeah, they gotta go into their Satan worshiping frenzy and calling it Jesus. There's or, a lot of them. And so basically just all like the old, like kind of charismatic Christian paganism that I used to be into, I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna unsubscribe. And as I was doing it, it felt so good. And I clicked on one just to kind of see like, okay, let's just see what this looks like today. And we're talking just like street healing and like out of the box, the kind of, you know, kind of stuff like that. Oh, fringe. And this is front line. Fringe. And I clicked on it. It was honestly so disgusting that it started spewing out of my phone into the atmosphere and I could smell it. And I was like, oh God, oh, close it. And I had to like wipe the stuff away. I was like, oh God, I just showered already. Oh, I don't get it out of here. I don't want to touch me. Like open sewage. I don't It was so disgusting. Up this high, you can smell it. And you can, it's so, it's not like when your senses are bound up because you, if you're still in a world of Asaya, you still have iniquity, which means your senses aren't working properly. You're still like seared in your senses a little bit so you can't really tell like i know it's poop but it doesn't smell like poop to me i can't smell it mm. because your nose isn't working uh, and so that's kind of the hard part where you're like it's hard to see it's hard to hear it's hard to smell and you're just like oh my gosh i'm i'm blind and naked i barely have one garment and none of my works are meet the requirements of god 
and but I'm just trying to go up, but it's hard to tell because I literally can't even tell the difference between smelling dookie and vomit and piss between that and like the cosmic mana of the sweet honey bread of life. So let me just find out who's up there and knows which one it is. And I'm just gonna copy what they're doing so I can just play it safe and just kind of- Remember the army of Bank Satan on their heights. Final you know? Quest chapter one, they believed that the feces mm. and the urine of the demons oh. over them, and they were all born again Christians, they believed that feces and urine mm. was the Holy Spirit. And when Rick Joyner said, no, you're being mm. crapped on by demons, yeah. they were offended. Just Literally, remember that, Sela. Most of the glory stream stuff and a lot of the, especially the charismatic and the glory stream stuff, it's literally full of that crap. So I literally just started, and I, I found out, I've, we've known this, but I experienced it in such a real way like I've never experienced before, like in the heights of like nine weeks. I'm in the ninth world. Like, I have six souls. Like, two of them are like literally a part of God himself. I don't even know and how to explain And you're confronting like, red sorcerers. Right, right. So I open that up and it's just, it comes through your phone. So understand, when you watch those like charismatic and glory stream stuff that you, it, you felt like it helped you get here, but now you don't want anything that has piss or vomit or nasty stuff in it. You can literally just unsubscribe to all that because as soon as you open the video and start playing it in your house, on your phone, on your TV, it comes into your house. It's so disgusting. I was You'll like, that's it. you defecated on right through I'm your devices. I'm just like, I had to clean that up. I was like, oh God, you know. I would just go through today. It felt so good. It's like I felt asking so healing. Satan unsubscribe. To piss on you. Literally. But it's Literally. like, the, to the extent that you still think there's any value in it because it was like, oh, it's top of the mountain. It's not even top of the mountain. Red Letter Ministries like years ago was top of the mountain and that was rejected by all the churches. So wake up, unsubscribe to Christian paganism. You can thank me later when you're able to smell Truth what anyhow. Man, these people today so are just t so set on Christian paganism and so against what is actually written in the word anything to remain in the earth and just be good in the charismatic fluff and then give each other gifts as they murder the two witnesses which is Enoch and Elijah of the Sephirot. Sandophon is the lowest rung of Malkut. Enoch, Metatron, the highest rung of Keter, the two witnesses of Revelation. So they hated those two witnesses. Why? Because it exposes all your Christianity is paganism. Because you insist on the earth, lateral movements like Lucifer, Satan. Where are you going? To and fro, seeking whom I may devour. Hunters. Right? They're not going up and down. You will see the Son of Man and the angels ascending and descending. There's no ascending and descending in fake Christianity. There's just going to and fro like the Satans in Job. They don't go up and down, they go to and fro. That's when you know if you're going to and fro instead of up and down, you're involved in Lucifer's Christianity and you're augured by demons. Truth in you. And then those people who do like ascensions and they do go up, if you go up without circumcision, your only potential is going up in the black Sephiroth because there's only two ladders. That's right. There's only two. So any ascension, if it's not circumcision, it's the black sephirot. They do it unintentionally, unknowingly. And some of you at the sound of my voice, you've actually done that before. So you understand how deceiving that can be. And, you know, the power of signs. And they'll, they'll see partially good things. They'll see partial truths. Just enough to get excited about it and get some revelation. And then again, you have the insidious, you know, demonic uh, genius of the higher level beings twisting everything and sowing lies 
Because here's the thing, when you go up, if you come out of the Sephiroth, into the Black Sephiroth, and you're not getting circumcised properly, you're going to be even more deceived than if you had just been circumcised on Malkut and never gone up. It's, it's really intense. You have to stay circumcised and stay within the rungs. Uh, Brandon, you had a really amazing uh, teaching. I don't know if there's some way you can explain them about keeping the emotions mm. and things on the inside. Yeah. It was just, this is something that um, Brandon is, and I overall, talk about. Overall, this is probably yeah. the most important thing that I've learned living mm. on the stars for the last year. You want to note this one. One of the most important lessons of living on the stars for the last year is keeping the feelings and emotions within the circumcised soul. It's like snapping back into the center of Enoch's Kabbalah circle. So when your feelings and emotions are haywire, you're outside the gates of Jerusalem, and Jerusalem is the Kabbalah circle of Enoch Metatron, or Elijah Sandalphon and everything in between. So when you don't have your feelings and emotions in the center of that Jerusalem circle of Jesus Christ, you're being demonically influenced no matter what rung you're on in ten worlds. So snapping your feelings and emotions back inside the gates of Jerusalem is an essential, and you do it in the cosmos at the speed of thought. On earth, I remember on earth, I would feel the bitterness or just the... The, the sting of betrayal sometimes for days. Some of these stings and wounds would last weeks. And the healing time was like much longer. In the heavens, it's instant. Mm -hmm. On earth, it can take a long time. As soon as you go up to the moon, you're in a different atmosphere. Mm -hmm. You're in a different world. It's a different world, literally. And it has different rules. It has different characteristics. It, the things on the earth are not even remotely the same on the moon, on the sun, and on all the stars. Mm -hmm. So all of your earthly ideas burn the higher you go up. And there's less and less human every time. But on the earth, oftentimes, the thing that keeps you down is this wormwood bitterness, this emotions, this woundedness, these memories... Well, my mom was a wretched witch and my dad sacrificed me on an altar to Satan when I was an infant and I have all these problems. They're all alcoholics. My DNA is practically primordial glue, glue and goo of green slime and crawled out of an amoeba pool and everything sucks in life and I'm retarded and I'm dead. Listen, none of that matters when you go cosmic. Because your old human life has gone away, it is written. Yeah. Even if you were like primordial goo and just green amoeba and you had like a one-cell organism IQ, if anyone's in Christ, they're a new creature. You know, I tested that. Did you know I was completely brain dead at, at age 18? I couldn't read because I had done so much drugs. I couldn't read one sentence and I was brain dead. And I lived in a permanent LSD trip. I had no IQ, zero, just no intelligence. I was completely dead and gone. I didn't even see in color anymore. There was so much damage to my brain. It was all black and white. True story. Mm -hmm. So when I got born again, it, all that light came in and everything turned to color. Mm -hmm. And I was immediately restored in my mind, healed of all kinds of diseases. And I was able to finish high school and got a 4.0. Mm -hmm. Amazing. But I'm telling you, it doesn't matter even if you're brain dead. I've lived that life and God instantly healed me with his Shekinah glory. It wasn't like 
the intelligence then immediately went into my brain. No, because God doesn't have a brain. God's a spirit. The Father is an angel. It is written, John 4, 24. The Father doesn't have flesh. Jesus is the flesh. But what did he do before the flesh of Jesus? He was still more intelligent than all the angels of the heavens combined. So intelligence doesn't come from the brain. No, it comes from the Father. The Father is the intelligence of all intelligence, and the Father doesn't have flesh. The Father doesn't have a brain. So brain-based intelligence is total nonsense. You still need your brain. It's an important part of the body of God's original design, and it corresponds to really important rungs. But the truth is, intelligence comes from the spirit, then heals the soul, and then heals the body. So God healed my spirit first in October 1999, and the amount of light that came into my spirit to heal me forced my intelligence into my spirit because I had already killed my body. I was already literally physically dead in the flesh from drug abuse. So the only thing I had to live out of was the spirit part of me that was regenerated when I was born again. This is how I learned all this stuff. God allowed me to go to that extreme, so I had no ability in the natural, and it forced me to develop all my abilities in my spirit man because I was dead in sin. That's my testimony. So that's how I learned that all the intelligence comes from the spirit part of you and then just is shared through the heart and shared through the brain and shared through the bones. Because that's truth. And all the kind of truth they tell you in Greek education systems of getting smart by book reading in your brain ain't true at all. just produces antichrist. People that think every day they're smarter than the Holy Spirit, which is the stubbornness you deal with all the time because you've been taught lies. The lies are that your brain is the Christian. No, I preach to awaken hearts. Your hearts have Christ in it. And your hearts can only be as Christian as the amount your spirit has awoken by hearing the word and obeying it with the dead part of you that you think is alive. So the flesh is dead because of sin, but the spirit is alive because of Christ, Apostle Paul says in the Bible. So why are we going to the dead to be good Christians? Why are we necromancing and going into the realm of the dead, getting into bone necromancy, and putting trust in the realm of the natural when the Father of lights is trying to do it through our hearts? You know why? Because your Christianity is paganism, that's why. Because you're not real Christians yet. A real Christian only develops heart intelligence, spirit intelligence. Most of you are just Greeks. Greeks seek knowledge. Hebrews seek signs and wonders. Both of them go to hell. Both of them have nothing to do with New Testament Christianity. Zero. That's what Apostle Paul says in the Bible. Greeks seek knowledge. Hebrews seek signs and wonders. All of it's carnal. It has nothing to do with Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Seeking Jesus Christ and Him crucified is developing the spirit part of you to be just like God the Father through whatever the angels bring you every day. That's what a real disciple and a real Christian is. And they're very few and far between in America. Very few. Almost all this stuff that you have out here is soulish nonsense. Bob Jones called it gray matter. Why do you call it gray matter? Because it's a mixture of the white and the black. Valley decision. It's the earthly 
with the things of God, the things of the Spirit, and we all speak in tongues. We have words of knowledge. We have all the gifts and operation. Apostles and prophets have an itinerant spin through our churches, right? But we're still on the earth. Being on the earth is being in the valley of decision, multitudes, multitudes, gray matter. The elevation of earth is being gray. Your short grays. Aliens. Mm-hmm. I'm not. You're an alien. You're an alien because you're not from here. You're from heaven. And you're supposed to go home to God in heaven. And along the way, you'll see what all the demons look like. And all the augury of all the animals, birds, beasts, and reptiles. And you won't even be afraid. Why? Because you can't hide behind the human being anymore. There's no hiding from God in this generation. Let everything hidden in darkness be brought into the Shekinah light of the Torah of Yadavave in every oh. heart in the world. Do you want to, is the iPad thingy connected? Mm-hmm. Okay. Come and see. I made a picture. Is it going? Uh-huh. Well, everything's frozen, isn't it? Yeah, I really wanted to expose, expose it with a picture. We might have to reconnect. Okay. Mm, Something broke. I connected it earlier. Here, let's try it again. Because I think it's worthwhile. I want to show them a picture of how they're doing it. So it says it's connected. Alright. Well, you know, we've had uh, all kinds of fun confrontations lately. This might just be one of many. But that makes it exciting sometimes, doesn't it? And you know, <laughs> I like upsetting the enemy. <laughs> the app is broken. Oh, it's so broken. It's on your iPad. Your, uh, it's uh, broken on your iPad. Let it be fixed. Okay. I think connection failed. Restart the app on both ends. I think it'll be worth it because it's good to understand visually. It's really powerful to understand how things work what God's doing, understanding what the enemy is doing so that you're not unawares of the enemy devices, right? Uh, Usually when you're a prophetic person or you have gifts of sight, vision, things like that, when you get a group of seers together or like usually when Brandon and I are talking or revelating on sapphire stones especially, when we go to describe what we're being shown, being a seer you start to see what they're seeing. You go into that actual realm and you look. And since it's the physical, invisible realm, you're seeing the same thing. You might see it from a slightly different angle or aspect, but you're going to understand what you're talking about because it's literally a visual of the unseen realm. <laughs> so for when people, maybe they haven't gone up uh, as much, as many worlds yet, or maybe you're not quite into the vision, it's still getting worked on, it's still, you know, little dim. Riddle me this. It helps. Riddle me that. Who's as blind as a big black bat? 
And so what the visuals do is it helps to communicate <laughs> the unseen realms. Yeah. And when you have something that's depicting an, an invisible reality, that can be beneficial so that you're not as easily deceived anymore. And it encourages you in your faith. How many of you have envisioned the sapphire stones just from the pictures we've shown in RLM? Right? Isn't that the kind of the first thing that comes to mind now? If we didn't have pictures and we were just like, yeah, and the planets are in this arrangement, just imagine it. And you'd be like, yeah, yeah no, I'm lost. No, it's not. What it is is genetics for your mind mm. to go up. You're literally going up a ladder mm. of God's sperm genetics, the Torah of Yarevavhe, mm. because the word is God's gene pool. So the reason why it looks like a ladder and why it looks like that is because it's God's genes. It's God's DNA. It's a DNA strand. A ladder is a DNA strand. You're climbing God's DNA strand. Mm. Is it working now? Yes. All right. Let's look at the picture. All right. I know there's a lot going on there. You guys see that? So what does it seem to be here? We have mountain range of the enemy. Remember, there's two ladders. One is uncircumcision. The other is circumcision, cosmic circumcision. So anyone that you know is Christian or charismatic or is well-intentioned, good intentions, nice people, who do and teach ascension, they're not getting cosmic circumcision. What ladder options do they have? There's only one. It's the one on the left, which means... There may or may not be some kind of a little bit of protection there, being born again, but it's extremely dangerous to be in the cosmic realm and to not have the armor of God on, which is Jesus, which is the circumcised sapphire stones. So what you have there in society is most people you know who are just Christian or they're going to church, church buildings made by human hands, can you guys see the church in the picture? Yeah. What is that? Can someone say it out loud? It looks like a dog house. Yeah. So Getting you, auger dogs. And in the background there, you'll see like a nice office building, and they have stars atop the building. Right? That's really, you have the valley, and then you have levels of valley and mountain in the office buildings, in the workplace, in the marketplace. And you'll have people maybe there, a CEO or a high-ranking, you know, cabal of the evil one. What uh, doghouse do you go to? Literally, they just put a little cross on What denomination on there. of doghouse are you? That's exactly how it is. And that's the valley. It could be a charismatic doghouse. It could be a Pentecostal doghouse. Expose the devil. It could be just a... We're not like anybody else doghouse. It could be even a yeah. prosperity doghouse. Glory stream doghouses. Dog Truth anyhow. The thing they all have in common is there's no heights on the sapphire stones. So what you have is it makes them helpless against... Look how tall the ladder on the left goes. Do you think they're going to have any heights or tactical advantage against the principalities on the left? No. That's why they don't even bother attacking 
They won't even. Some of them, they won't even talk about Jezebel or Tackett or I anything. I just gotta say that I didn't know she had made this picture, but she put the people as gray mm-hmm. in the gray matter in the Valley of Decision, and I had no idea she had made this picture. That's exactly what I was just talking about from the Holy Spirit. It's amazing. Yeah, because it's the gray matter. <laughs> They're gray from the white on the right and the black on the left. Mm-hmm. It's a mixture. So they're just, they don't really know what's going on. Short grays, look at all of them. Short gray Christians in dog houses. They know, they know, so the, when they're down there, they know that God is good, Satan evil, right? God good, Satan evil. But here's the problem. The only thing that they see readily available is a dog house. Yeah, there's a cross right there. We know that's good. It's a Christian dog house. Christian. And they know that the people at the top of that office building, the executives, <laughs> they know that they're evil because it somewhat resembles the it resembles the satanic structure, right? One of the main manifestations of the Toronto blessing in 94 was barking like dogs. Mm. Yep. Because the glory brought it to the surface. Not so that we could all... The Holy all... Spirit was bringing revelation. Mm-hmm. It was the Holy Spirit, but he's like... Time to come out of the doghouse of being augured. Right. Amen. So the thing is, when you're down there, you know Satan's camp. You can see over there, like, yeah, demons over there, that's bad. Glory is coming down. Because here's the thing, God loves the people down there. So look at the right. And God, in, like, writing on the Araboth, seventh heavens and beyond perfection. And he's like, come up here. Come up here. And they're like, but we like, we're, this is what we know down here. We don't know. We didn't even know there was a holy Sephiroth. A lot of those grays are so clippethed by mm-hmm. the left there that that light on the right, they're completely uh, deceived that that's the devil. Woe to them that call good evil. It is written. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they're so deceived right. by the darkness that they think that mm-hmm. brighter light is is Lucifer, mm-hmm. Satan, when it's actually Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. I've dealt with that every day of ministry. So they think that they get used to the office building and the black Sephiroth. So anyone who's high up, they think is evil because that's all they've experienced. Everyone who's a generally nice, good person is just down there in the doghouse with them, right? So you follow after your own kind, birds of a feather flock together, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so since anytime someone has heights on a Sephiroth, it's usually black Sephiroth. They've always known that's evil. Oh, Evil big corporations, uh, evil rich people, uh, evil, you know, people with mystic powers, evil, evil, evil. And because so they look on the left and they're like, hmm, but they don't really know the heights. They just understand when they're walking through the matrix of, you know, Malkut of Messiah. They just know that certain people treat them a certain way and other people treat them another way. And that's it. That fake nice on the left from Mm -hmm. the sorcerer usually gets the gray matter in the Christians Mm -hmm. on the earth. Yeah. deceived to think they're nice people like christians mm-hmm. love a mm-hmm. lot of christians in america love the sorcerers mm-hmm. the clinton people the barack obamas and they're democrats mm-hmm. it's like insane how many born again mm-hmm. christians are still voting democrat it's insane mm-hmm. the amount of sorcery wizardry and augury that's upon the christians mm-hmm. right now in america i want you to write this in your notes If you are still in the valley, comma space, (laughs) you are plugged into the matrix. 
most deaf. So if you are still in the valley, you are plugged into the Matrix. What does that mean? You remember watching the Matrix movie, they're plugged in, that's their reality. Anything that just with their physical eyes see, what their ears hear on the outside, just nothing of the invisible realities of the any heavenly kingdom or the other the dark kingdom it's just they they might have a measurement of awareness they might have measurements of awareness that there are spiritual things happening they may or may not be aware that there is a you know god the angels some people get you know kind of new age stuff but it's a new age doghouse, right? Because you're not going up. The values where you're plugged in in the matrix, what is the matrix where they're using them for like human batteries? So down in the valley, that's where they harvest soul energy and the lifeblood energy, right? Your nefesh is in your blood. Jezebel blood drunk sucking. on the blood of the saints, mm -hmm. harvesting all of your energy. Yep. So you you could they if you don't really like religion if you're more of like a business shark they'll harvest you into the office buildings. If you're a lower level um, capability like of a soul, they will have you in like the grunt work jobs and you're just working to get by paycheck to paycheck. Uh, if you have more capacity, natural capacity, mm -hmm. or uh, the demons see potential in you to go higher in their kingdom, you may be able to like you know. What do they say? Uh, step on people on your way up the ladder. How do they call it? Cutthroat business. Murder. That's just the way it is. You know, throw people under the bus to promote yourself in the workplace. So you can be, you know, top dog at the Fortune 500 company. Brown knows the CEO until you climb the ladder of success. That's the proverbial climb the ladder of success on the left-hand side. That's the so enemy ladder. Babylon the Great is a real matrix. And if you're on the earth... The Apostle is saying you are plugged mm -hmm. into the Matrix and living inside Babylon the Great mm -hmm. right now. Right. So the people down in the valley are being fathered oftentimes by both sides because God is love. He loves the people in the valley. He wants them to come up here and be made holy. He's been saying that since literally uh, like Moses and the people coming out of Egypt when they come to the mountain. He said, hey, come up here and be made holy. And what do they say? Oh, no, look at that mountain. Oh, it's scary. We're going to die. And, you know, Pharaoh was bad. What's Pharaoh that's, you know, working paycheck to paycheck, just trying to get by, living in a doghouse? Yeah, we're people of God. We believe in God, but we're down in the dust and the mud and the bricks and the hay. And our kids are sacrificed to Molech. Yep. And that's pretty much how it goes. Or, hey, you know what? We had it better off. I want to go back to Egypt. We actually had, we're a pretty middle class we were we weren't just barely getting by we at least we had a nice house we had a garage we had a car we could just netflix and chill on the weekend we we're pretty happy you have some medical insurance dental we're good you know go on vacation twice a year the matrix will take care mm -hmm. of lemmings yeah as long as you don't make a blurp in the mm -hmm. coating of the sorceries of laban they'll let you just yep. sail through life now, the issue with uh, being fathered by both sides, that's why it's gray matter. Sometimes, you know, God God hates uh, the enemy. He hates seeing that done to the people. He sent his son to die on the cross so that you could go up the sapphire stones and be made holy and rule and reign with Christ. 
and bring the kingdom of God into the earth dimension, transforming the natural dimension so it doesn't look like that anymore, which is, you know, the uprooting of the structure of deceit, which is the structure of deceit is on the left hand side there. In the book of Enoch, whenever you see structure of deceit, that's the clippeth, that's the black sephirot of uncircumcision, right? Because what's the, what's the serpent's kingdom? Book of Genesis, God gave the dust of the earth, the dust of the Malkut, the earthen vessel is Satan's kingdom, legally. So you want to go up and, yep. you know, get free. Here's the thing. Do you remember what's the foreskin? of Malkut? Remember the four rungs of Malkut? The foreskin and the membrane. So if you're not circumcised, you're not really a Jew yet. You're not really a, a, of the nature of God. You might be believing in God. No patriarchal rights. Right. God has a lot of mercy, but at that point, it's more like uh, the instructions that he gave to the Jews to, to be kind to the Gentiles as long as they were nice to the Jews. So you don't really have any citizen rights because you're not circumcised. That's why the Bible doesn't work for you when you're not circumcised. It barely works for you. It's like God is maxing out his grace and mercy toward you and hopes that you'll go up. But then people wonder, why isn't it working? Why isn't it working? Why is it working sometimes and I not other times? I think the best times? example of that is that King David mm -hmm. had to show Saul, who represents Satan, a bag of foreskins for a new soul. That's what scripture says. The wisdom of that scripture mm -hmm. is exactly what 1 Samuel says. In order to have a new soul, you had to show the devil 200 mm -hmm. foreskins. Mm -hmm. And the foreskins was the evidence that you're a part of the patriarchal system and had heavenly rights. Without the foreskins, no rights. Just yeah. another person in Israel, just another citizen mm -hmm. of the earth. But it was the foreskins mm -hmm. that gave him heavenly rights. Right. Truth and yeah. Now you might think, well, I'm not just a nefesh. I've got a ruach soul because I'm baptized in the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues. Those people in the gray matter, because the ruach soul they have is uncircumcised. Their only potential of life is living in the valley or living in the Black Sephiroth. And since it's the lesser of two evils, they tend to live there because they're trying to do the right thing. But they don't know the way. And this is such an amazing chart. Thank you for making this. You see that multitude in the valley there. They are all clipped, okay? That's the hordes of hell marching, mm -hmm. fighting people that ascend that true mountain mm -hmm. of Shekinah glory, the Torah of Yadavave on the right. Mm -hmm. So that's why Jesus Christ said the enemies of your soul will be the members of your own household. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's family members, but it just means Christians. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Christians, the do witch doghouse. Mm -hmm. The bewitched doghouse would be the ones augured by the left, by mm -hmm. the sorcerers, all the false love and the fake nice mm -hmm. on the left that are totally just wicked as it gets. Mm -hmm. And they'll have control of your minds through demon spirits because the people in the valley aren't that spiritual and they're not that wise and they don't have enough Torah in their spirit to even mm -hmm. discern spirits. So they're all just fighting against the ones mm -hmm. making progress on true Mount Zion on the right. You can see why they didn't want it to function for sharing the picture today, yeah? Yeah, it's powerful. Yeah. Someone's going to get set free. So I want you to write this in your notes. Uh, the people in the valley are the gray matter. You can also include in your notes, Valley of Decision. Mm. 
And I want you to put this in your notes as well. I'll give you a second to write that down. <laughs> okay. Well, right. you got those two mountain ranges in the middle. It's like two fallen watchers. All right. Uh, okay, so I want you to write this one down. There's uh, like the... a thousand years of teaching in this picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. The people in the valley, the gray matter, are in NPC mode. NPC. So the people in the valley are in NPC mode. If you play video games, you understand what NPC modes are, right? Does anyone know what an NPC is in a video game? Non-playable character. Yeah, non-playable character. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The video games prophesy everything that's going on on the earth has wisdom behind it, especially video games. Yeah. Now, you could be an NPC playing a video game. That's not a good place to be. <laughs> Some of you, we've been there. We know what that, it's not, it's a dark, it's a dark black hole of Satan's Uranus, okay? Well. You don't want to be there. <laughs> you know, you go to interact with NPCs, you could bully them around. So this is the can't really do getting much. woke. Yeah. This is the true going woke is coming yeah. out of being NPCs on that right mountain, which is Zion. Mm -hmm. That's and really Zion. Some NPCs are nice. Some are mean, right? Some of them you're just like, oh, gosh. And you just kind of punch them in the face and see if they programmed anything for a reaction. <laughs> just get a good reaction out of them and then go. Like, that's, that's how it is, right? Now, who are the players? So if everyone in the valley is NPC, non-playable character, who are the, the characters? Who, who do something other than a standard loop that has like a personality and character they actually do something? The villains and the heroes. Mm. The villains are going to be on the left-hand side at different varying heights of the Sephiroth, of the black Sephiroth. <laughs> the heroes are the ones on the right at varying levels of the holy Sephiroth of Jesus Christ, firstborn of many. Which means these are the people who can see the invisible physical realm and can actually do something about it. This is how it works. This is reality. Very good. So what what do you know? Okay, so the people down in the valley, they're programmed to just be on loop. They'll have the, they'll some people will make changes and go up. Maybe they'll their only elevation usually is going to be elevation in the doghouse, maybe a big doghouse pastor of a doghouse. Oh, yeah. Really, you know. Or they'll go into work mode. Dog I'm just going to be on hierarchy. my hustle. I'm going to be on my hustle, and I'm going to get up that office building. I'm going to go up. I'm going to build my brand on Instagram. I'm going to be a influencer online and just do my thing, and I'm going to hustle. I'm going to work two jobs and go to school and provide for my family and get that TV. All shifting soon. And get that get that new PlayStation, get that new iPhone, get that new Xbox. I'm going to have a PlayStation and an Xbox and a Nintendo and all the, you know, and all my favorite games and my favorite snacks and my health food and go to the gym and I'm going to be living my best life. NPC mode still. Someone from the left can step in at any moment and just obliterate all Oh yeah, all this is it. where we're going. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> he knows, he knows the, this is how it is. So anyone with gray matter in the valley 
is plugged into the Matrix. What do you remember about people in the Matrix? Mr. Smith can hop into any of them. So most days when you're interacting with NPCs, which is most of you, your families, friends, people you knew from your previous life before getting into God inside minded it's and going important up the to sapphire, say that sapphire stones. The grave people too, mm-hmm. all of them are pleading the blood. Mm-hmm. All, in all their dog houses, they have the blood, they have mm-hmm. the, all the Christian New Testament teaching. They might they, be subscribed to Elijah List, you know? Oh yeah, I'm sure they listen to Bob Jones videos. Mm-hmm. The issue is they're on the earth still and they're choosing the mm-hmm. dog house as an elevation. So they have no authority in the angelic realm of God or Satan. Right. So look at the left mountain range, Sephiroth, and look at the right and go all the way to the bottom of both of them. Do you see that? The earth. So that's indicating the doghouse, the office building, the people in the gray matter. That's all happening on Malkut. So write that in your notes. Malkut is the valley. So no matter how hard you try to pray, 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 even being God inside minded, getting to the drunken glory, revival, and all this kind of other stuff, you'll have increasing measures of freedom, but you're still going to be subject to being used by the enemy when they want to use you. Because you are still plugged into the matrix. I do the things I don't want to do. Romans 7. So as long as they can use you in some way, they'll let you live your life on your comfortable loop. We'll find their comfort zone. Write this in your notes. The comfort zone is the danger zone. You're comfortable. Your daily routines. The places you like to frequent. uh, The things you usually say. Your mannerisms. How you usually interact. The things you usually wear. The things that you believe and you just repeat it's on loop. Yeah, you were. That's it. Don't resist the word when it's going in. That's that's the demons trying to keep you in NPC mode. So just let it go in, let it sink in. The good news is, is you can get out of NPC mode. How could you go from NPC to an active live player? Reprogramming. What's the intro of the RLM Enoch video on YouTube? Reprogram your mind. Yeah, reprogram your mind. Romans 12, 2, it is written. It's interesting. So, with that gray matter, you normally interact. This is why when you get into Red Letter Ministries, your family starts to manifest. Everyone's family has done that. Do you think that's a coincidence? Why is it that everything is pretty smooth sailing with the usual bumps and things until you decide to get into the Sapphire Stones? That's when all the demon alarms go off. Oh, we've got, we've got one. It looks like they're going live. It looks like they're going live, you know. Mm-hmm. They're, they're starting to break the programming. Yep. They don't care what different various levels you are on Malkut as long as you stay on Malkut. Because they have different varying demonic opposition to that level and that's just standard hell procedure it they what they they like to keep you as low as possible so if you start at the bottom of malkut and then you start to get you know baptized in the holy spirit they'll try of course they're hell they'll try to prevent that but it's not the end of the world for them if you get the baptism of fire and the holy spirit and speaking in tongues they just switch you to the next standard protocol okay he's in your group now 
you know, that's how the other demon work, they're transferred. Now they'll need to be watched by these guys. You know, they used to be our court. Now they're praying in tongues. So the next set of group, you know, they're in your group now. So you guys, this yep. is their history. This is their file. This is their typical weaknesses. See if you can get them. They started, now they're in the spirit, but you know what? Pretty easily we can get them to go back into the flesh, right? Having begun in the in the spirit, did you go back into the flesh? Mm -hmm. So once you get a Ruah soul, which means you've been baptized in the Holy Spirit, Ruah Kakadesh. If you don't learn to serve the Holy Spirit and get circumcised, well, there's one of two main options a demons will choose for you, depending on your weaknesses. Number one option, they'll try to get you to go back into the flesh. Having started in the baptism of the Holy Spirit, try to get you to finish in the flesh. Go back to your old fleshly ways. Just throw in some temptation, some comfort, some warfare, whatever it takes to, you know, the tug of war to get you to go back in the flesh. And that'll work for some people. If that doesn't work, uh, they'll try to get, get you to serve your own Ruah as God instead of the Holy Spirit. And say, my Ruah is God, I speak in tongues, you use your gifts for your self-nature. Mm -hmm. That's golden calf idolatry worship, which leads you into immorality and idolatry. And then you pretty much are your own demon taking care of your own self. They don't even have to hardly take up Self-condemnation. Right, so then you're doing the demon's jobs and they can kick back, like, no, we got him on autopilot now. Now your NPC mode is, you think you've ascended, you think you've gone to a height, but you're still in the same valley on the same Malkut. You're just in a different loop cycle than what you used to be. That's all the variations on Malkut. You know, left and right, a little bit up hills, up and down, but you're not actually ascending through cosmic circumcision. The most dangerous thing you can do against hell like the, is go up the sapphire stones because now you're starting to walk in authority that's exousia they don't mind you walking in some dunamis they'll sacrifice their own people they don't care you know small group of people they pray they get together they take back some territory prayer meeting they don't even mind really sacrificing some of their own limit they're demons that are low level are lemmings. The higher up demons don't care about them. They just yell at them and are mean to them. And they just tell them, don't, and don't have compassion on them. You know, that's what they deserve. But that's just how it is in hell. It's just everyone watching out for themselves. And their job is to harvest your energy and keep you in the valley. So you can continue to be a battery pack for the matrix of the Clippeth so that they can possess their chosen ones. So their pref their preferred people are the sorcerers, the people that go the up. The kings and generals, the rulers. And those are ones, they stand on sapphire stones on the left side. Uncircumcised, sapphire stones, starlight, celebrities. World leaders, wickedness in all kinds of places. With oftentimes the appearance of good. Uh, when you talk about uh, Satanists on the left-hand path, if you look on the left-hand side here, Within that sephirot, they have the left, right, and middle. They also pick and choose yeah. poor to look like good people. Yeah. And that's why those. all their giving, you'll see them like the heroes stuff. Oh, mm -hmm. look at Michael Jordan gave a million dollars to charity to the poor yeah. in Charlotte, North Carolina. What a freaking hero. No, not all of it is sorcery, guys. Yeah, philanthropy is one of the three pillars of Satan's kingdom. Philanthropy is one of the three pillars of the demonic kingdom. And that's how they 
uh, merit their sword of unrighteousness. We've talked about mishpat charity. So they're, um, ex they'll even have people who walk in externally observed purity, which means they abstain from certain uh, sexual situations. They won't be like, you know, the president getting caught with hookers or whatever. They have specific demons who have specific self-righteous attributes. Yep. Whatever demon wants to possess that body, so they'll have an agreement, right? If you go up high well, enough... Demonic yeah. virginity, everything yeah. you can ever imagine, yeah. hell has counterfeited Counterfeit. it to deceive the world already for millennia. But the people are fornicating with the demons, so they have the appearance of still good. Hell. Still hell. Yep. And that's what Babylon the Great is. And, it's the building mm -hmm. of all of that deceit through every soul yeah. in the world. Self-righteousness is really easy to have the appearance of good. That's why you'll see the overflow of that self-righteousness in the valley. So people will be, you know, they'll quit watching porn. Or, you know, in a new age, they do like, you know, the NoFap challenge is really popular. Or stop drinking alcohol. Whole dog houses mm -hmm. that are with Nazarite vows yeah. with no pornography. Exactly. But, but it's they're still... in dog houses and they're still in the earth. Mm -hmm. And so they're no threat to Satan's kingdom. Maybe just to a few of their lemmings that they don't even care about. So, but what's the good news here? Now, when you leave the doghouse, you leave the NPC land, God has been speaking to you to awake and to arise. And all of a sudden, you realize one day, hey, this isn't quite right. This is not what I was born for. And this whole church thing or this, you know, I know God is real, I know, but there's something more. I, I don't know what it is, but there's something more. And he called you out. But what happens when you start to have that awakening and you start to come closer to the, the mountain of God <laughs> and getting ready to go cosmic, he, he brought you, you know, to this place. Everyone around you seemed to turn on you and attack you because when you start waking up, in the little NPC mode, you start turning white instead of gray. You start receiving from that rock that's higher than you. You start repenting in sincerity. You start humbling yourself in true humility, not false humility of religion. And that gray matter starts to slowly turn white. And that's when you know, your, your head is white, right? You're starting to turn white. And you realize you want something more. And then all of a sudden... They activate the matrix, right? They start hopping into the bodies through that blood network. They're all connected to the Nile. So if you're in the valley, right, you're plugged into the matrix, which means, means any agent of the enemy can temporarily or for a while hop into the body of your beloved family members who oh, yeah. have been so supportive and so kind and all even your coworkers have been so nice. Now you decided you want out of the matrix and now they're coming after you, using those who are closest to you. So the people you thought would support you the most mm -hmm. hurt you the worst. You have to forgive them. Forgive them, Father. They know not what they did to you. Mm -hmm. They were demon-possessed. They didn't know. That's the situation. We forgive them. And forgive yourself for how you reacted to them. Because, you know, you're gonna. there's a hope for you to get them back. But the only way for you to get them back and to save them is to go up higher. So you have to let go. 
you have to let go of those ties and all those things that were said and it was hurt hurtful and painful they're just really see healing healing oil for those places because that can be some of the nastiest stuff coming out of the matrix so as you go up the sapphire stones it'll it'll heal your heart those wounds from being attacked by the people that you cared about the most is what gets healed when you go up and then the cool thing is you can literally become like a cosmic superhero with cosmic ability of Christ being formed within you not just to go ham and do your own thing but to speak what God's saying and to do what you see your father doing and to be a part of his plan which is to bring the floods and those floods are going to destroy the the Sephiroth of the enemy which means guess who who's not going to be able to control those people in the valley anymore uh-huh there will be no more sorcerers which is no more matrix amen yeah no more clipping no more augury this and, is what yeah. we're taking out right now as we're pioneering the sapphire stones rebecca and i've been facing this stuff every day for mm -hmm. i mean many years yeah so yeah this is really exciting so if you're on malkut understand you're coming out of the valley you're preparing yourself to go up higher you're counting the cost and go up the sapphire stones now you'll notice the white out on the right hand side is right about sun level getting into the sun and getting your transfiguration in the sun is kind of like when you first see the light really until then you're really you are going the whole walk is by faith but you'll need to just trust the process and then once you transfigure in your spirit in the sun whoo man you're really going to start seeing things the way Look at all are. that false light that tries to pretend to be the true light on the left there. Yeah. Under the owl. Mm -hmm. That's Molech under Pan on yeah. the left. Pan's Labyrinth. Mm -hmm. Molech's um, Immorality. Molech Christianity. Yeah. The Ark of Molech. The Tabernacle of Molech that tries to really rules over the dog houses. Mm -hmm. God never dwelt in any building made by human hands. Acts 7.48. So you need to understand that was not in God's design for 2,000 years. God's design was to be on the sapphire stones on the right for thousands of years. And it was delayed and destroyed by Molech on the left, encouraging people to build dog houses. Mm -hmm. That was all tabernacle of Molech activity. Yep. So yeah, this is what they've been doing, and now they're totally exposed. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. I love how the light there just stopped right at the business building because you know how it is when you're in the gray matter trying to go up in business. I've probably lost 5,000 businessmen and women since I started full-time ministry in 2006 mm -hmm. because they tried to be successful in the gray mm -hmm. and they weren't willing to sacrifice and do it correctly on the mountain of the mm -hmm. Lord. There's just no grid for that because there's mm -hmm. so much sorcery out there. Right. And none of them walk with God anymore. None. Zero. Yeah, God really t will test the heart. He wanted to see who would follow him, even without the promise of the external realm being added unto you. Even if there was literally nothing in it for you other than just being close to God and serving him and wanting him. That's kind of what he was, that, that first kind of weeding out to see you when the chosen are chosen, the first fruits of the chosen are those who are following him even before the hope of those big promises were even a thing, right? 
We're up here like Morpheus and Trinity today. Yeah, it's fun. It's real. And we encourage everyone to come out of the Matrix disconnect. But, you know, it is astonishing. And it is bewildering to the mind that everything you thought was real is a total constructed purposeful lie by the father of lies. So Jerusalem has been very, very small. But everything outside the city gates, which, what does Jesus Christ say in Revelation? Living the lie has been very big. The lie has been huge, mm -hmm. and Jerusalem has been non-existent in most believers' lives. You tell people about Jerusalem today, they're like, Oh, a Middle Eastern tour with my charismatic church? Oh, that'd be so much fun. I mean, but for 2,000 years, it's been called the promised land above. Galatians 4, you have one mother, Jerusalem mm -hmm. above. The fact that that's unknown today in Christianity reveals the whole matrix. It's just all constructed lies of the tabernacle of Moloch, all of it, especially the ones that pretend to be good frontline successful in the charismatic stuff. That is the most deceiving stuff in the mm -hmm. world. And that's where most of the people are at that are the reason why they're not on the moon is because you're still holding on to that yeah. stuff in denial that it's all an actual matrix. You think there's something there in the mm -hmm. earth, in the dust. The gray matter, the deceit, the structure of Moloch still has hooks and cables and cords into your heart and brain. Mm -hmm. And Trinity and Morpheus are just fanatics. We can't really believe these guys. They, you know, they're nuts. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, the more and more you listen to the prophets and the apostles that are living on sapphire stones, it begins to expose where you're connected to Moloch, where you're connected right. to the Klippeth, and how you've been augured, and how they've lied to you. And all that deceit of the father of lies begins to come out of your spirit, your soul, your mind, and you face like your mm -hmm. own tub of goo and your own cables and cords and how they've been siphoning you from birth, mm -hmm. literally from birth, since your spirit came down the path of lightnings and you were formed around DNA. They've been lying to you since you got DNA. And so the awakening of the stuff that's before the DNA of man and woman, the God sperm part of you, that hits your spirit and you awaken in your heart. I preach to awaken hearts. We revelate, we teach, so that the spirit part of you can awaken and begin to burn away all the sorceries, all mm -hmm. the hypnotism, all the gray matter, and you make progress mm -hmm. towards Zion and climb Zion. The top of Zion is the throne of God. It will go up like a ladder forever. Amen. Amen. Yeah, it's really powerful. <laughs> I think a lot of, you know, I ponder this sometimes, I think a lot of reason why people hold on to the old kind of, you know, mixture is because of precious memories, right? When you have a positive memory, right? So let's say there was one of those dog houses. It was way better than the previous dog house, right? At least they weren't being verbally abusive there, you know, like the other one. Oh, yeah. You know, like one of them, they're like, well, some dog houses are just they had completely... better coffee and donuts. Yeah. <laughs> Find me a good coffee and donut dog house and go... Youth group, man, pizza once a month. That's what I'm talking about, man. Yeah. Well, and they got you pizza. in your belly. Ah, ha, ha. Their stomachs are their gods. Oh, no. And augered up. by pizza. Augured You've by had pizza. enough augury You've had from enough pizza in Jesus' augured name. Augured by pizza. That's true. <laughs> But, you know, it's a group of people, they're just trying to survive together and have a good time. You know, you you remember those little moments where you really 
even though those people turned on you, you still remember precious memories with them, right? Like that time you really had a real Bible study. Everyone was like, you felt that draw of the Spirit and there was some kind of unity there because God was speaking. He was drawing. And so when we attach those precious memories or those feeling of being loved, I mean, I think probably the hardest part for me, uh, leaving behind everything before I even made it over here, it was like, you know, I I literally sacrificed, and people don't, they see my life now, they go, we want your life, and da da da. Like, you have to understand, like, I sacrificed the entire existence of my life, like, all my money, all my relationships, family, friends, all my friends, work, business, job, success, all of it just completely sacrificed, right? Uh, That was just something that I had to go through. But I think the hardest part in the transition was not getting hugs, right? When you're in a wilderness kind of place, what's that wilderness? Usually it's when you separate from the doghouse because you know that that's not it. But you miss the coffee, the donuts, the pizza. You miss, for me, I missed hugs. Like how long I went without getting a hug. Oh my gosh, it's like, that was horrible. And then you just like go to see any kind of remotely still wants to be friends with you person like once every two months, you know, to like, and you're just like, just, oh, hug is so nice, you know, and you treasure those things. You don't know, like, then you start to miss those, like, at least I had hugs. At least I had good food and we could go to the movies and, you know, we had our group meetings and I did get some healing. And so then you start reminiscing about Egypt. Yeah. At least we had enough wow. to be middle class. At least people cared you were for me. Promised three square mm-hmm. meals in Egypt. You've brought us out here to die. <laughs> Literally, they've been eating this freaking bread for forty years. I had a years, good job Moses. back then. We had property. So now Moses is Pharaoh to these people, and they hate him as Pharaoh. Because their only grid for Pharaoh is the person on top of the black Sephiroth backed up by Johnny's and Jambres. Moses is unpredictable. We don't know if we're going to eat. Pharaoh's predictable. You're guaranteed three square meals. And at least that paycheck's coming every two weeks. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Food stamps on the way Mm -hmm. from Pharaoh. You know, I ain't trying to work too hard for Pharaoh. I know this. I don't even need to pay my parking ticket because I know it's Satan. They're like, all right, all right, okay, okay. Come out no of the driver's doghouse. license for you, Buckley. Ha, ha, ha. You're not going to get it. Uh, we, you, we need the wisdom because it's really the ton of wisdom there in the Matrix. Um, they said we're, this is not a, not a fictional movie. This is based on nonfiction. Okay, the Matrix is a nonfiction movie movie it's based on reality mm-hmm. it exposes all the sorceries in the world and how to escape them through wisdom it's just laced with wisdom mm-hmm. and so i love how morpheus has a dominion and even a use for the matrix to benefit those in zion so there was such a mastery over it like it says in in daniel i have anointed mm-hmm. you the master of magicians in babylon There is a mastery over the magic arts to benefit Israel through God's prophet and son, Daniel. And so Daniel eventually led all the people back into Israel. And they were no longer in Babylon anymore. They go back home. We're done with exile. The Babylonian exile is over. Amen. We're returning home to Israel, our homeland. So all of it has to do with the wisdom to conquer 
the side of the Satans and all of their wrongdoing, all of their wizardry, and learn how to have a dominion over it through Torah, the wisdom of Torah, because God's instructions are for one purpose. The Son of God, or the Torah of God, is manifest to destroy the works of the devil, it is written. So why does God give daily instructions, daily bread? Is it for you just to grow as a Christian? No! It's for you to destroy the matrix. Get the vision. The purpose of daily bread in God's big picture is not for your individual growth. That's narcissism. Get a life. It's for you to take down the matrix. Mm -hmm. Amen. The reason why we eat is because God gives us bread to destroy the works of the mm -hmm. devil in you and around you. But if you turn it into mm -hmm. selfishness, the bread that goes into you just becomes selfishness. Mm -hmm. It became maggoty. Remember, they, they mm -hmm. began to hoard the bread. Mm -hmm. They got selfish with the bread. What happened to the bread? You read the Bible? Maggots. Turned to maggots. It turned into the enemy. Maggots are the enemy. It turned into the flies of hell, Bezelbul. Truth anyhow. So they got into hell with the things of God. They did, and they died because of it. They used the things of God for self, and they died in the wilderness, having received everything from God, but never using it for God. They remained selfish. That's why after being born again, your main enemy is Jezebel, which is the principality of selfishness, that all my Christianity is for self-improvement, to, to be a better me. No, it's mm. not. You forfeit your life. Your life is not your own. The life you now mm. live belongs to Jesus Christ, it is written. And mm. Jesus Christ is that daily bread. And His plans are to destroy the matrix. So if you turn it into some dog-shed will of your own idea of how to interpret Scripture, which is forbidden if you read the Bible, it says, I forbid individual interpretation of prophecy or Scripture. So if you have individual interpretation of any of it, and it's not heavenly Sanhedrin 24 elder interpretation, yep. you're using the things of God for self. You're growing further and further away from Him. Mm -hmm which is the Laodicean church of Revelation, with all the things of God upon you and working in your life, mm -hmm. you're actually distancing yourself from God with mm -hmm. those things of God, which is what Babylon the Great has done. They go further into exile. Mm -hmm. They go deeper into Babylon. They're further away from God, most of these people, than they were five years ago. Mm -hmm. I check up on them. Most of these full-time ministers, ministers and most of their congregations are further from the throne of God today than they were five years ago. Why is that? Because the things of God, the daily bread of God, the revelations of God, the study of Scripture for God is no longer for His kingdom and the kingdom's purposes on sapphire stones. It's now for the doghouse. It's now for the ministry. It's for their theology ideas about God in vain imagination. So it goes right up in that picture. We have that picture yep. up so. So they're right there in the middle in the doghouse. And when it goes right up through that cross that they think is the blood of Jesus, it goes straight to Molech. Mm -hmm. So everyone in the valley who's serving Jesus Christ and their Holy Spirit and the blood of Jesus in the doghouses is actually serving Molech, that white owl. 100% yep. of the time, all their offerings, all their donations, all their giving... Mm -hmm. Every single aspect of their blood, sweat, mm -hmm. and tears. And their signs, miracles, and wonders. And their all their Christianity, as you know it, goes oh. to the tabernacle of Moloch. Does that sound familiar? 
Acts chapter 7. Same exact thing happened in Jesus Christ's first coming. Everything from God was being used for, what did Stephen say with the glowing face? Mm. Testimony of Jesus Christ blazing through him. Mm. The tabernacle yep. of Molech. Same exact situation in America mm. with all Christianity, truth in him. And then he said, if I drive the, the demons out by Satan, then who do your disciples drive them out by? <laughs> because in the doghouse, they're driving out demons and doing miracles and wonders and healings. And they're charismatic Pharisees. It's that's literally the same situation. So I'm like, oh, well, they casted out a demon. Oh, they had a revival. Oh, they had gemstones. They had angel feather. They had this. They had that. Okay, well, are you in the valley, in the doghouse, under Jezebel's tower, and under the clippeth, or are you on the sapphire stones of Jesus Christ with the evidence of circumcision for God and the angels and the three witnesses? So it's like, uh, that's it. And because there's Real so much fake gray matter mm -hmm. valley activity down here the devils never believe anyone's gonna actually purchase mm -hmm. a higher soul on zion and jacob's ladder uh, uh, they'll say they don't believe it. they're in total unbelief <laughs> you'll have to show the foreskins to the fallen angels every rung you will and if you don't have them you don't go up and you have nothing and they just still have dominion over you because you they only mm -hmm. expect fake christians because they expect you to be selfish because they're like, well, that's just how humans are. So one of the worst things you can do is get selfish in the Sephirot. So having begun in the Sephirot, if you finish and you end in the foreskin, you'll be way worse. You'll be way worse than if you had ever started your journey. That's why when we talk about... Paul says, that's why many of you are mm -hmm. sick. Well, they're taking communion, Paul. That's so mean. Paul says you Christians are sick because you don't even understand what you're doing in Christianity. Mm -hmm. That's what he says. Yep. So when you're heavy stuff, buddy. Yeah. So when you're going up those sapphire stones correctly, you're getting circumcision. One of the temptations, especially in those mid worlds, one of the biggest temptations, and don't think you won't be tempted. What does it mean to tempted? That means you're not going to know usually in the moment that it's a temptation. It's just going to be you think you feel that way. You feel like, I feel like a glory. I feel like I should go to the next one. I feel like it's my time. I don't want to wait. Or you'll see somebody else going up and you want to go. There's an anxiousness. There's an anxiousness, yeah. There's no peace. That's when you know it's just flesh. Right. So that's <laughs> literally the most dangerous thing you could do. That's an easy way to get injured and killed or like it gets, it's, it can be really bad. That's, you'll literally go from walking in righteousness to serving Satan's throne like that. Yep. Like within days, minutes, hours. With a snap. Yeah, just like just that. Outside now the you're walls of now you're augured on. Now you're weight. You're pff, however many runs high you are. That's how much worse you can multiply that by than the people in the valley being augured. That's when you're augured by high level clippeth, uh, sorcery and demons. I want to testify because I've mm. experienced both. Song of Solomon two four. Suddenly he transported me into the house of wine. It is written. There's a sudden transportation inside the holiness of Jesus Christ on sapphire stones. There's also a sudden transportation outside the city gates in the sorcery if your thoughts and emotions mm. are not kept in check to the agreement of the attitude of Jesus Christ on the throne today. Write that one oh my gosh. You can be suddenly transported in or out. Song of Songs mm -hmm. 2-4 Wisdom. Bam. And put in your notes that you may not know what's happening to you. You could be all of a sudden, so whatever height you are on the sapphire stones of purity, if you get clipped out like that, you go out, 
with your thoughts, feelings, and emotions, <laughs> you are now in the clippeth. That yeah. means you're in the black. And I'll tell you, I've done it going up. Mm -hmm. Immediately, you just practice humility. Mm -hmm. Man, I was humility is. The I way was back agreeing in. with the enemy, and I I got into some emotionalism. I got in some wrong feelings, some some nasty strife. And so mm -hmm. what I do is an act of humility. I just calm myself within. Sometimes I'll go to the Bible, but until you repent, the Bible won't even help you. Mm -mm. It'll just puff up. No, so you, you repent with your attitude, your feeling, your emotions, your thought life. And I just, I just repent back into the center mm. of Zion, my Father's throne, and have the attitude of Jesus, the feelings of Jesus. Mm. And I just acknowledge all this other stuff is the devil influencing my feelings and emotions. And you just snap back into the center of Jerusalem, the yes. center of the Lamb of God's throne. And you have to repent like that when you're on sapphire stones. Yeah. It's the movement at the speed of thought 100% mm -hmm. of the time. Quick to repent is of utmost importance on sapphire stones. Uh, quick to repentance. It's the repentance mm -hmm. is the same on earth, too. Repentance is changing your thoughts to agree with mm -hmm. the Word of God and His attitude. Because yeah. as soon as you repent on earth, you get those circumcisions. Mm -hmm. You're actually humility. My God, this is true. And the foreskin just flew. Amen, buckaroo. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if I can find this one here. This is a really good topic. Oh, okay. There's a little good section here. I'm sure there's more to it, but uh, from Titus 3... Remind the people to be subject to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready to do whatever is good, to slander no one. Oh yeah, who are your rulers and authorities? The angel hierarchy of the kingdom that you mm. dwell in. To be obedient, to be ready to do whatever is good, to slander no one, to be peaceable and considerate, and to always be gentle toward everyone. Remember, the higher up you go and the more like big your sword is, the more you must exercise gevrot, which is restraint, which is meekness and gentleness right meekness and gentleness that dove nature because you can do a lot more harm the higher you go up more much more is required of you so uh where i'm at right now it's the repentance of the world that is to come if i were to step out into the enemy side that's the potential of literally i don't even really want to say what it is uh, but i understand and i talked to the father the father talks to me about these kinds of things it's not something that I worry about or fear about. It's just, it's a simple, uh, humble acknowledgement of what that is on the other side. Each run, you're going to need more yeah. self-control yeah. because you're empowered with greater angelic ability because now you're in the world of angels. Now you can get the memes ready. <laughs> You've been in the world of animals on earth. As you go up each rung, you're more with the angels and you're more angel-like. As it's written in Luke 20, mm -hmm. these are the angel-like sons of God, the children of the resurrection. With great power comes great responsibility, right? Great Spider-Man quote. Captain Marvel. <laughs> great power, great responsibility. And uh, we'll, we'll go back to that one in a minute. Uh, to slander no one, right? Slander no one. This is important. Be peaceable and considerate, right? Always be gentle toward everyone. At one time, we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures, we lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. But when the kindness and love of God our Savior appeared, 
he saved us not because of righteous things we had done but because of his mercy right you don't get into righteousness because of your own righteousness right mm -hmm. his mercy he saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the holy spirit right the washing of rebirth you're born again you get baptized what was the baptism remember going from passover to shavuot it's the counting of the omer sephirat haomer so when you're going from born again, washed in the blood of the lamb and the, the blood in the water, and then you want to start counting the Omer, which is Sephirot HaOmer, which is getting circumcised, bringing that offering, dying to self daily. Your spirit was dead. Now mm -hmm. your spirit's full of light. Mm -hmm. Grow in the light and be children of light. It is written. Amen. All right. Whom, the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life. And then they go on into avoiding foolish controversies and arguments, quarrels about the law. You know, these are unprofitable and useless. And yeah, so on and so forth like that. You just, you want to make sure that you are walking in the kindness and the gentleness, especially as you go up, you understand, again, with great power comes great responsibility. Now let's talk about power. Uh, we can look at that picture again. Let's talk about power. Because people might look at a life lived on sapphire stones and think, you know, we have some of the craziest cosmic signs and wonders. I just saw a little angel flash over there. We have some of the craziest cosmic signs and wonders, you know, like uh, when we were on the moon or Yasad of, I think it was Berea of Absolute, we had just landed on the moon in the physical, invisible realm as we were conquering the second heavens. And on the exact date, that exact date, I believe it was March 31st, on that exact published date, and we had talked about it that day at Undril's Bar, the lightning and the thunder, and we had gotten onto the moon that day. Berea of Absolute. And scientists, for the first time in recorded histories, documented and captured evidence of lightning. They, they witnessed and captured lightning on the moon for the first time in human recorded history. Lightning on the moon? And here we are on the moon that day in the physical, invisible realm. It was physical, it manifested as physical, tangible lightning to the point where scientists are like, we gotta check this out. Like, what is happening? This is lightning. So, physical lightning manifested to where just normal, everyday scientists saw it, recorded on their devices, published, reputable publishers, too, not just like some, like, you know. Aliens landed. It's like reputable scientific sources that are actually monitoring the atmosphere on the moon in their normal studies on the exact day. And there we were, Joel's Bar talking about it. Yeah, we got on the moon today. Da -da -da. Lightning, thunder, and that's it. So, cosmic signs and wonders. We've had so many of them. But oftentimes, when people talk about power, they don't usually think about the kind of life that we live on the Sephirot. Why? Most people 
in their desire, you know, to serve God, and they want to walk in power, signs, and wonders. And there's a lot of mixture in there. A lot of that mentality is on the left-hand side. If you want to be a Christian in the black Sephiroth, which is like, I'm coming out of the doghouse, but guess what? They just want to do whatever they want to do and just have power to do whatever they want. They want to change the weather to whatever they want and to show off with it. Uh, they want to just be able to heal everybody, get them out of the wheelchairs. Uh, they just want to do all kinds of stuff. They want it to be me gold dust everywhere so everyone can know I'll that I'm I'll tell you one chosen. of the mysteries of the sorcerers because I yeah. grew up with them my whole life. In order to be a sorcerer, you had to be a member of a Christian church or a Jewish synagogue. You can't be a sorcerer in any first world nation unless you're a regular mm -hmm. church attender or mm -hmm. synagogue attender. That's required. Mm -hmm. And if you want to be a um, if you want to be a priest to do a black mass in a satanic organization, the prerequisite, like you know, when you want to take courses in college, as prerequisites, or if you want to have a job, there's certain in the job description you have to have a previous experience. Literally in the job description for being a black priest um, in a satanic organization, you have to first have been an experienced uh, Catholic priest. So there are certain segments of the Klippeth, uh, they have their different divisions like that, where it'll be, you have to have a Catholic background first and spend time as a regular priest until you have that down and you know it by the back of your hand, feel fire coming on my head. <laughs> and then you can be a black priest in a black satanic mass, because it's the same thing. It's just, though they teach them, uh, some of them when they're, they have their black priesthood awakening or whatever, They'll, they'll let them know, oh yeah, it's the same thing as the Catholic Church, right? Because the Pope is the only begotten son of Satan. That's what they call him in the under, underworld. And then on the left, so that's on the right of the Black Sephiroth, right? Three pillars of the Black Sephiroth. Mm -hmm. The knowledge of good on the right. And then the left-hand path, which is the Black uh, Sephiroth. So they'll have their reasonings with them to varying degrees of deception. Black and white checkerboard. Yeah, and they'll say, well, right you're still, it's still the same church, and they'll say something like, you know, whatever they want to deceive them with. There's a, there's a billion different things you could say Obliterated as a demon all into the lake to of a fire. human. Um, but that's, yeah, they have, it's a structure of deceit. <sighs> that's what it is. So when most people, they're charismatic, they get into signs, healing, miracles, and wonders. When you serve your own ruah, or you want it to be, let's say people, the NPC people hurt your feelings. <laughs> Now you're going to get them back because now you're going to be a great miracle. They're going to just wait. I'm going to have gold dust every day. I'm going to have diamond now dust we'll every day. Now will draft them into Vietnam. I'm, I can, I'm going to get back into that place where I can control the weather. I had a few miracles like that. I'm going to get really proficient as a healer. I'm going to be able to read their mail. Maybe just like those Luciferian kids that they send off to work. You work with one of those. There's just no difference between you and them. They... They prophesy, they read your mail, they do healings, they do signs, they cast out demons. I've been just around like the so many sorcerers that bring up like 15 minutes of my detailed past. That's common amongst anyone mm -hmm. on the rungs as a true warlock of the Clippus. They right. can all do that. So if you're just trying to be charismatic and do it for yourself, you're going to get your butt beat when you come across those people who are on sapphire stones and you don't have any circumcision. So now you're walking in dunamis, but you have no exousia. You're screwed, man. And then it just turns into selfishness. And So the path of the Jedi.
Yes. Let's talk about the path of the Jedi, the true amen. Jedi. The true path. Let's go. So you're coming out of the dark side, amen? Coming out of the gray matter, coming out of the dark side. The path of the Jedi is a path of humility. You'll notice when you go up on the cosmic righteousness, the sapphire stones, it's much more humble than you would think. It's much more uh, subtle and humble. It's about exousia, authority. There's dunamis, there's that too, but it's not quite so flashy. It's not the circus show. On the left. Yeah. Like it is on the left. Everyone trying to outdo each other in miracle signs and wonders. God oh. is not a competitive freak and oh, has nothing God. to prove. Exactly. There's nothing to prove. You just go up. The higher you go, the more you chill he's out. He's totally about... confident that he's God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a God complex. There's no intimidation God, of the left side there in God's kingdom. So he's just he's not moved by anything they're doing. It's just his ways within his kingdom, which are always humility. Teach me your ways that I might know you. Mm. You start to literally value repentance over miracles, signs, and wonders. You still value those things, but only if it's what God's doing. All that stuff about, we need to prove that this is it, you just don't care anymore. You're like, you know, yeah. if they want to know There's him, There's no come apologetics. Up. Zero. Yeah. None of that garbage. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, you're with the angels mm -hmm. now, you're content, as it's written in First Enoch. Where is yeah. Enoch? He's with, with the, the angels. angels. So they went to the end yeah. of the earth to find their grandfather Enoch, it is written. And then you find all that stuff that when you were in the world of Isaiah, which is your first... Uh, set, so that, that stuff right on the right-hand side there, that might represent the big picture, but also if you know if you've studied Malkut through Keter, you go through one of those every world. Right, and even Yetzira, you go through it four times, right? When Yes, you do. So when you're in that first world of Asaya, <laughs> you have, there's still a lot of that idolatry of the external realm. It's still very much, even though you have a good intention, you might want to go up Sapphire Stones, the way you think and feel about the rewards of serving God, understand when you're in the world of Messiah, it's going to drastically change as you go up. You're not going to think or feel the same about anything. You're going to have different likes, uh, different dislikes. You are going to have completely different emotions, thought life. No one in the seventh heaven, uh, Araboth of the world of absolute even like thinks like that it's just not even a thought so all those little things that you kind of feel and then you think other people think like that so they must be mm -hmm. thinking this totally wrong when people go up higher sapphire the stones is long dead all you can relate yeah. to at this point is angelic thoughts and it's true and when you're up there on the sapphire stones a day is as a thousand years so it's really hard for me honestly right now to even remember the thought life of Yasad of Asaya or Yasad of Yetzira. Mm -hmm. Doesn't exist anymore. It, it, it literally feels like millions of years ago in my soul. I'm being perfectly mm -hmm. honest with you. You have a hard time relating because you're up here so high with so much glory, with such higher angelic intelligence that that lower stuff that was once mostly the enemy is completely mm -hmm. obliterated and circumcised. And all you got to show for it 
is the bag of foreskins that it's cut away and it's gone and it's not a part of me anymore. Amen. Amen. So all that stuff about the the more worthy you are to receive the houses, the cars, you know, the stuff, whatever the things are, the inheritances of God, because let's be honest, that big empire building or the people on the black Sephiroth there on the left, they don't deserve any of that crap. They're all thieves. There's no righteousness. And it says, what is, it says, woe to you, woe to you rich, because you make it look, it, it makes you look like you appear to have righteousness. Mm. But so what does that mean? What does that verse tell us? It tells us that the righteous are the ones who deserve the riches and the possessions and the houses and the money. So that's, that's literally biblical. So all that, you know, fake doghouse stuff about poverty and the poor in spirit is the meekness of heart. We talked about meekness and gentleness and humility being the geverot, the restraint, which means you have all the power, but you only do what the Father is doing. You never use it in anger. Jesus Christ has all that power, it says, but he never uses it in anger. He's always perfect in Not his towards judgment. the sheep. Yeah. He will towards wolves. Right, he'll be flipping tables. He'll be flipping he, over tables. He says he's going to kill all of Jezebel's offspring in Revelation 2. I'm going to come and kill her children. I mean, you need to understand that na that nature. He is kindness to sheep, mm -hmm. but he is a roaring lion mm -hmm. to all of those leopards of the leopard's lair. The foxes that spoil the vineyard will catch them together. What do you think he's going to do when we catch a fox? He's going to wring its neck and burn it and kill it, torture it, and throw it in the lake of fire. Amen. Every time. Amen. Good, good, good. <laughs> Glory. This is really good stuff. I wonder. Kindness and severity. So we often think that the severity is towards me. Well, the kindness is towards the, the sheep part of you that's being shepherded by the great shepherd Jesus Christ of our faith. The severity is the circumcisions mm -hmm. towards Satan that's still not cut out of your hearts and minds and souls mm -hmm. and bones and marrow. There is a severity towards the wickedness mm -hmm. of the curse of the fall. Consider the heights in which you've fallen. Jesus is serious about cutting it out of his people so they can be perfect as his Father in heaven is perfect, living on the stars. Amen. I think we could look at some more pictures here. Yeah, so what's your way out of the matrix? This is it. This is the path. Remember, you want to have memorized the world, the order of the worlds. And what they mean, Asaya means action. So it's repentance through action with your bones and marrow. ACT. You, you, you change your actions. Here you go, okay. You're not going to the doghouse anymore, and you're not eating and serving Molech's tabernacle, pretending like it's charismatic Christianity. You're not serving Mr. Smith in the Matrix anymore. Come on. Right, because... Where look at that. There's a party in Zion with holy angels. Okay, so when you go back to eating that stuff because you had the good memories from being there, they were nicer to you, or you got more breakthrough... The breakthroughs there were meant to bring you to the mountain of God and go up the mountain and become cosmic and cosmic righteousness. So just acknowledge that it helped you at that time, but now you can't have that mixture. When you go higher, you can't go back to that mixture because why? It's going to pollute the purity of 
the righteousness that they're you building the great temple once you go on the right side you mm-hmm. don't go back down to become missionaries back. to the doghouse mm-hmm. that's that's nonsense once you're on the right side you mm-hmm. you go up and build the great temple it's called in scripture that's the temple of sapphire stones mm-hmm. the heavenly jerusalem yeah some of those people down in the valley you're not really going to get them until the floods and so you just need to be ready because when they get desperate uh, you don't go down. What do you do? You throw them a ladder. Who's going to be a ladder, right? That means you never go down. You stay up. You go up and you stay up. Keep your thoughts, feelings, and emotions up in the holy sephira of Jesus Christ. Because as you start to bear the fruits of an overcomer, then you'll have the grace working in your life and the power working in your life to actually help them when they want to be helped. Right? You can't really help someone very easily until they want help. And when they want help, it cannot be on their terms. So they might be, let's say they're a wounded dog down there getting beat up by demons. Right, Their demons no longer find them useful. They failed too many missions that they thought was God telling them to attack you <laughs> for so going up sor- sapphire stone. The sorcerer is really concerned about that, knowing they'll be discarded as dross if they don't get their quota of assignments mm-hmm. of um, conquering souls. Right, so they might be a wounded dog down there, or even a wounded sorcerer, right, not meeting their quota. And so here's the thing. They might be asking, pray for me, pray for me, pray for my family, pray for my family. A lot of people are going to, I'm sorry to say this, but a lot of people are going to die. And here's the thing. Uh, This is, let's just get this one out of the way because this is a little bit kind of a painful one. Just deep breath. (sighs) Prepare yourself for greater truth. Okay, I will not be offended. This is the truth. I'm not saying give up on anyone. You should never give up on them. But I'm saying when you go back on their terms down the valley, you're obeying demon orders, which means their demons way down there all of a sudden became your masters. Again, those are familiars. They're trying to bring you down, which is a demon. And they're trying to play on your heartstrings because you're familiar with them. False love. That's false love. So then now you can you not only help, you can't help them, now you need help, and you can't help yourself. Yep. Now you're screwed, too. You see how it works? Trying to pull That's you down. That's written in Jude. Pulling them out of the fire, but not having your garments stained. Exactly. You stay in the Holy Sephirot no matter what, soldier. You make up your mind, that's it. So here's this is a little bit of the bad news. We'll talk about the bad news. We'll talk about the good news. Bad news is some of those people in the valley are going to die. And some of that is the mercy of God. I will, this, this is it. The valley of decision is going to disappear in the coming days. Which means everyone in that valley is going to be forced, instead of just living in a valley and everyone not knowing what's going on, mm-hmm. the teaching of righteousness exposes this. Which means every one of those people in that valley are going to be forced to choose left or right. Amen. No more valley and in between. No more lukewarm church. And if they, so when people see someone on the heights of the sapphire stones and they reject that and call it Satan, they just rejected all of the salvation that they could have had, but also the salvation they had in the valley. That's right. Which means their only possibility is going to hell. So sometimes when people start to reject the sapphire stones, God is going to mercifully allow some of them to physically die before they lose their salvation because he'd rather have them in heaven. That's why pastors die early. Yep. What's more? What, what's better that they continue to, oh, pray for my family, pray for my family, 
but God wants them to die because he'd rather have them in heaven than reject sapphire stones and lose all of their salvation. Happens every day. And so then they go to hell. Which which is worse for your beloved family member? Which one would you rather have them? Die in, uh, later on after rejecting this message and go to hell for eternity and never have a chance to repent? Or that they die as quick and painless of death as possible, that they can at least still be in the outer courts of heaven. And when the resurrection Kill happens them for them, they'll get a new body. And then they'll tell you, oh man, you were right this whole time. At least there can be reconciliation. And a holy angel comes and yeah. really just stops their heart. The gathering angels. Yeah. You're done. Fly away. So that's the bad news. But the good news is their best bet at neither one of those kind of terrible options is you go up sapphire stones. You become a witness of righteousness. Mm-hmm. And you intercede on their behalf. And you forgive their sins. And the evidence, because they already know you, when they see your changed life and you... And it gets past the point of the initial persecution and demon possession. If you go up faithfully, you have the best chance at them learning righteousness because you set the example when it wasn't the popular thing. Why is it not the popular thing? Hello? Every every demon in hell is fighting this message. <laughs> I literally made my, my whole face on the front page of Hell's Magazine going up the sapphire stones that they pass out. Hell's most hated ministries. Literally. So, cut those people some slack. Give them a break. They're going to give you a hard time at first. Why? Because you know the situation. I can feel the immaturity out here reacting. Don't be judges, says the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Don't judge. The sapphire stone is the emanation of the judgment of the Torah of Yadavave. Let the sapphire stone be judged. You are too immature to judge yourself or others. You just allow Torah to circumcise you as yep. you go up. The stone does the judging, just like the Ten Commandments yep. of Moses, now the sapphire stones of mm-hmm. our day. Amen. Yep. So it's false love to stay in the valley. It's true love to go up the sapphire stones. You know, come out of her, my people, which is what? The Church of Jezebel down in the valley with mixture. Gray matter. So you go up, you get circumcised. And then you're going to be in a place where you can be of help to the kingdom of God, which is the opportunity to save souls into righteousness, because that valley is going to disappear. So thankful for it. Really good stuff. So there's your map. Glory. Man, this is awesome. Thanks for resetting everything up. Haha. <laughs> Yeah, the second time's a charm. Yeah. There's the door open. I want to see. I was like, oh, I want to see the door open. (laughs) (laughs) It's not frozen. You do have forty thousand tabs opened on your laptop. Well, it's not. It's connected from the iPad. (laughs) That's one thing. I always have a a ton of tabs. Don't feel bad if you have a ton of tabs. Computer usage one hundred percent all the time. I always need more (laughs) memory, full maximum. I think in the in the future, I want to have those like super computer laptops that you can literally. Use all like You'll seven need a souls. Quantum computing yes. laptop. Yeah, that we I can use all seven souls and literally a thousand tabs on my computer while taking notes, while studying, while talking while to angels. While ruling the universe. Yes. That was one of my favorite GTs of all time. We are the masters of the universe. Mm-hmm. He Man and Shira. 
Okay, let me just make sure I got this right here. We'll, we'll talk about this one. And I always like to check my work to make sure it's accurate before I teach you guys stuff. I appreciate it. <laughs> it makes it easier. I've had enough later. deception. <laughs> We've had enough. You've had enough deception in yeah. your life. <laughs> Door to the multiverse. <laughs> this is the answer. You need to become an Avenger on Sapphire Stone so you can save your family. So you literally need to become a superhero. That's it. You've known this your entire life, right? What was your dream when you were a kid? Become a superhero, right? Raise your hand if you've ever dreamed of being a superhero. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's because that was accurate. That was the most accurate prophecy anyone's already given you in your whole life. So you can throw out the other ones. <laughs> All the other stuff was kind of crap from the doghouse. Maybe some mixture that God was like, hey, at least talk to the angels. Even though they're being augured down there, mm. at least make sure they get this part of the message right because I care for them. Amen. Yeah. So you have an angel and a demon a standing there by the prophet. You calling on your life. If you're listening to this tonight, every single one of mm -hmm. you, doesn't matter your age, your nation, you have a superhero calling mm -hmm. on your life. And remember, this is not the multiverse of madness. This is the multiverse of gladness. Mm. Happiness, power. Remember, we learned. Okay. I love when it rhymes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we want to have the worlds memorized. Also, in Hebrew, that tenth week is called the Big Kahuna. <laughs> yeah. You're taking notes. Big Kahuna. That's the Hawaiian so, original translation. So you can write that in your notes, Big Kahuna. And then tenth week, go ahead the and Big write that Kahuna. Down. The angels write that one down, too. That's good. So and wax need, your surfboard. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, make sure you have a surfboard or what's the other one, a windsurf? Mm -hmm. A wind kite or a wind What is it called? Windsurfing board? A paddle. Something. Make sure you have at least... A flotation device. Maybe a lifesaver. Uh, make sure you at least have this little piece of rope. That's the one thing you really need. Make sure you have Just a Just the cord clue. of righteousness. <laughs> Blue's Clues. We just got a letter. We just Make got sure a your spirit man's awake from Torah. Otherwise, none of it's going to help you. Wake up, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. We Amen. just got a letter. I wonder who it's from. It's from the apostles in video form because this is 2023. Read it okay. out loud. Read it out it loud. It is out loud. It's a video. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> okay, so you want to have the worlds memorized, but I also want you to have the souls memorized, including the four layers of Ruah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, nine, ten. Nefesh, Ruah, Neshama, Chaya, Yachida, the five souls. Amen. Yeah. We're almost done today, but we'll show a couple more pictures because... Why not? Why? Exactly, you know I was going to say What would Bob that. Ross do? Save the world with happy clouds. Look at all these little happy clouds flying around being happy. Happiness, power, make up. Okay. Oh yeah, the crystal child power sign. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? That sword though. New, what, you won the New York lottery and got an emerald child. That's what I'm saying. What was? Do you want to tell tell them? Some people maybe didn't see it online. The emerald sign. You had an emerald sign in wonder. You know what I'm saying? Zayn. You know what I'm saying, man? 
There was some I kind of emerald sign, sign wonder. I had a bunch of them. Yeah. I got a Chaya. You had one today, emerald, too. And it was a twin emerald Chaya of Jesus Christ, my twin in heaven. Amen. And it was amazing, and I'm glorifying it right now in Tiferet. Of absolute thank you for everyone that prayed for me. As it says, Mr. Flynn, and one day I got in. Amen. And remember, one of the keys to transfiguration in the sun, you'll want to write this one down because I know it might seem far away for you for now, but once you start getting it and you start doing it, it's not going to take you super long. You just got to change your mentality. Again, your thoughts, your mind, emotions agree with the truth. You're going to do it. You're going to get the circumcision. It's not going to be... It's less of that, oh, it's going to be a big deal, it's going to be a big struggle, and just you kind of just calm down. And the just... coolest chai sign I wonder so far is when I just I just received it, and we were leaving Jill's bar driving home, and all the buildings downtown Minneapolis, like many of them have LEDs and all kinds of colors that they choose every day, and it's always fun to see what the colors are downtown Minneapolis, the skyline. They were all green that day. <laughs> you know, you ask for signs and wonders, you give them... I, the fun, the funnest signs and wonders confirming the rungs of the sephirot of my spiritual growth on the stars, were this last week. This is how fun the Holy Spirit is, and I'm like, I need some confirming signs for this rung, please, Lord Jesus. And I'll pray. You know, I'm sincere. I like to pray all the time. And a pigeon came right up to my window, and stood on it. It looked at me lifted its left foot and stood on its right foot, which is Netza, for like literally five minutes staring at me. And I could just feel the Holy Spirit like, is that a good enough sign I wonder for Is that you? good enough? <laughs> I like is it. that a good enough for the right leg of the Sephiroth, Netza? That reminds me of when Archangel Gabriel showed up in the sauna for my, it was like my, I think I was in Absolute <laughs> for like Yasad of Absolute and literally came and flashed the like, in order for me to see it and I said confess to me that Jesus Christ came in the flesh. Some of the signs and wonders are so over the top that, How do I know that really I'm utterly shocked. My jaw drops like wow I know my faith and my God is real but he loves showing off at times. He's not always just hiding behind mm -hmm. the veil. Sometimes it's so out in the open like obnoxious how much he's, he's showing off his presence and I like that too. I believe in the future he'll be completely out in the open for everyone to see. But right now he's very much veiled for those oh, learning goodness. righteousness because you're wearing the mantle of sonship, which is the humility, that brown garment of the flesh. And he likes to conceal it under the animal skins that he killed to cover his son and daughter Adam and Eve. And he's still concealing it under those human skins of epidermis. Human skins of epidermal glory. Amen. That sounds like a name of a band. <laughs> Please don't do that. Because <laughs> he's perfecting our faith. That's mm -hmm. why he's the father of faith. So if he if we didn't have it concealed under the skins of the epidermis, there could be no increasing of faith. You'd be at that level for eternity. So because it's concealed under the brown mantle of humility, which is the epidermis, the skins that God put on Adam and Eve you can still be fathered and grow in faith. Amen. Mm. Okay, we'll go to the next one. Oh, yes, I like that yes, one. Yes, yes, I like yes. the original 1080p for that, for my Facebook um, you got heading, it. the header. Of course. People taking screenshots, putting up on their header. You'll need a higher pixel rate for mine. Yeah. <laughs> 
After absolute, <laughs> you know the drill. Uh, uh, pavement ends. Doesn't it kind of look like you're just jumping in somebody's blood cells? <laughs> the blood of Jesus. Ooh, okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, 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 that emerald, you know, an emerald, no, a ruby, when it's really, really fine, one of the most expensive rubies that they've ever sold at auction in the world, guess what color it is? Pigeon blood. Pigeon yeah. blood. Pretty That's what cool. it looks like there. Jumping in the pigeon blood. You know, it's... Of Jesus Christ, amen. amen. The ascension offering. That's what we like to do. Okay, all right. Adam Kadman. Okay. We're gonna drop some bombs tonight. We'll see. We're just primordial. Oh yeah, these ones are good. Primordial written Torah. Blah blah blah. Let the name of Yad Hey be blessed from now until eternity. Amen. After this, there will arise a ninth week in which righteous law will be revealed to all the sons of the whole earth. Mm. And that was the signs and wonders the other day for my and That's a good uh, Facebook cover too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like just looking at the nice pictures sometimes. It's nice. She told me the story again today about how she put John Paul Jackson playlist on because the angel told her to. And when I came in hours later, it was right at the part when I picked up my chrome Porsche six months in the shop. And John Paul Jackson says, as I open the door, Chrome is the color of leadership. And I just, Woo! oh my God, just freaking out. So good. I love <laughs> Okay, we can look at this. Uh, you, were, this, you remember this image? Parts of this image was in the master class. These three, it says, these three are one, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are in agreement the spirit, the water, and the blood. That's in the biblical order. It's talking about the three witnesses in the heavens and the three witnesses on the earth. So that's important. Remember these. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Those are the witnesses above. <laughs> and then the three below on the earth, Malkut, right? So those three witnesses there in the valley. How, the, what, what grace is there in the valley for the NPCs to wake, to awaken? Awaken. It's well, there's time a lot to... of grace making progress it's towards a... Christ. I like that part in the Sailor Moon show where they're like, it's time to awaken when someone's about to like... But there's no grace for sin. Wake up out of an NPC moon. Only grace for mm -hmm. growing. Repentance! Amen. Grace for repentance. Yes. The spirit, the water, and the blood. And those are the three below. That's Malkut. That's the earth. And again, that's Y-H-V-H. God, hey, Vav, hey, that final hey. And you can see how that is. The hey, you see the Asaya and the Fesh there, hey? Born again believers baptized in the Holy Spirit. The problem is they've got layers of Ruah, but no circumcision up into the cosmos. So not going to be very functional until you get snipped before you get clipped. Amen? Mm. All right. Okay. And then you have those three. Number one on Apple rap charts. Snip before you get clipped. <laughs> I would like to hear someone make that song. Yeah. 
Okay, now let's talk about going beyond the realm of the Sephiroth. The realm of the Sephiroth was the Sephiroth themselves that generate all the power for all worlds, <laughs> one through seven. Glory. Multiverse glory! Multiverse glory! Uh, it's such a greater freedom today than yesterday mm. because we just conquered mm. so much of the heavens. Doesn't so it feel nice. just so much more open heavens? Yeah. It's wonderful. Good job, angels. Woo, woo, woo. Thanks. Okay, Sephiroth. So now, up here, we have, over here, we have the below realm being Malkut, the earth, and then the above realm being the Sephiroth. Alright? Sephiroth, see that at the top? Now, in the multiverse glory, go beyond the realm. Remember that door to the multiverse after, at the top of Absolute, you finish the world of the Sephiroth. That's the last of the structure. Which means the revelations and things you see beyond the, that point may or may not have much of a reference point on the earth. Woo! It's not really going to look like... Well, you'll see. You'll see when you get there. You'll, you'll see. It'll be... You know. The the seven worlds you go through, it prepares you mm. uh, for what you're going to encounter beyond that. The freedom of righteousness. This is so fun. Okay, so now your below world is the world of the Sephiroth. That's the structure of the Sephiroth and all those seven worlds of structure. That's your below realm now. Right, in the oral tradition of Moses, when the father was saying to the angel, you know, no, don't go and do the miracle for Abraham. Let me be, I'm going to be the one who saves him because he is alone in his world and I am alone in my world. And, that, and so it's right that the unique one should save the unique one. Mm. And unique one we've talked about, uh, that being the Yachita, the singularity of Christ. Whew. So there's really, is really interesting depth. So I was like, what do you mean alone in your world? So that's written down oral tradition of Moses. Alone in your, what world? So now, mm. instead of the below world being just Malkut in the earth, the below world to you now is the Sephiroth, the world of the Sephiroth. And the above world, what was your last part of the structure? Do you see the right side there, Hakma, the little blue planet, Neptune there? Remember that's world seven, where you get the Chaya? Absolute, the last of the structure. When you yeah. go to Keter, so Keter is that waypoint where Keter is still technically part of the Sephiroth, but it's concealed. It's the apex of the Yad. So you're you're leaving Adam Kadmon. Adam Kadmon is right the olive, the white rose. Keter. You're those beyond that point. Remember, no more structure beyond this point. Adam Kadmon, World Eight. Mm. But it's still kind of it's connected to the Sephiroth. It's Keter. Mm -hmm. It's that concealed. They call it concealed of concealed that yeah. point the apex of the yacht it's a very tiny little bit it's just it's like barely Jesus connected on the shore barbecuing fish exactly exactly, mm, exactly. that's the ninth world well and so that so the eighth world adam cadmon is keter that's that waypoint in between that and the seventh so what's the ninth world do you see that little white line right above the rose you're no longer so already adam cadmon there's no more structure but it's Keter, so it's still technically connected, even though there's no structure when you go in there. It's your first taste of the multiverse with just enough of that. It's still 
technically Keter. It's a kind of, it's a transition. Eighth world, transition world to, you're going beyond the world of the Sephirot. So now, instead of the above world being the Sephirot and the below world just being Malkut, now your below world is the Sephirot. Those are the worlds that you've conquered with Christ within you by repentance and humility and learning how to love. And that's how you go up. So now you're below world of the Sephirot. So over there in the last one, we had the below witnesses being the what? By the repentance, spirit. humility, and learning how to love. Now the Sephirot is your floor. Yep. Amen. The spirit, the water, and the blood is the three below when you're in that stage. In this stage, the three witnesses below are the Yachita, the Chaya, and the Nishama. So do you remember on the last one how there is only one that's the same above and below, and it's the Holy Spirit? It's the connecting piece, yep. right? Because the Ruach, you see, five. that's the Ruach HaKadosh. And so your Ruach uh, spirit can mirror the Vav. The Vav is a connector of above and below. Right for amen. Can I get a witness to those uh, holy place uh, Bina Hakma Keter over there? So you have the Phyros, the Vav. <laughs> so being filled with the Holy Spirit is your ability to be circumcised. Not everyone chooses that, but if you get circumcised in your Ruah, that's climbing the ladder of uh, Jacob's ladder to where you can receive. I'll give you a new heart. Okay, there's that. I don't know how much of the more we can do today, but then the one that's here that's above and below, where the last one it was Holy Spirit, the one above and below is the Yachita. That's the singularity of Keter that connects you to that ninth world where there's an, it's it's still concealed. It's not really, you're beyond the world of the Sephirot. All the Sephirot's in the world of Absolute. That's the door to the multiverse. So the singularity of the man Jesus Christ is that soul it's his soul he gives it to you you partake in it with him of the divine nature there's no more separation you can't ever feel separated from god once you have a yachita not possible which is awesome it's the best thing ever literally until whatever the next best thing is that's happening <laughs> and which is whatever the next the last soul Sounds that like i got going from glory to glory to glory, forever. To glory forever literally this is this is all it's about so the now the ones below the three in agreement below are the Yachita, the Chaya, and the Nishama, right? So the Nishama is from the cut from his throne of glory, which is alive, right? This living throne of glory. And then you have the Chaya, that crystal palace house of wisdom, right? The glory, and you have the crystal, the wisdom, the Chaya, life. And then you have uh, the Yachita, the lamb, the unique one, the singularity of Jesus Christ, my only one, right? My, my only one you see that in the bible in different places so above and below there now your above world is the multiverse uh infinite realms of glory of the trinity of god and the father jesus christ and the holy spirit of jesus christ which mm. is the yachita now how do we know it's the that ninth world represents the holy spirit of jesus christ he sent down his spirit the ninth world is represented in the word of god mm. of the word of god and if you look at the pattern of the tetragrammaton when he sent his spirit final hey is shekinah below that's the holy spirit come down so that's the pattern the one that's above he comes down 
And uh, also Revelation mm -hmm. 2 and 3, there's nine places Jesus Christ says you have to overcome to be more than a conqueror. So overcoming all nine is the ninth week, truly overcoming the world. Amen. So based on that pattern, the Holy Spirit, he poured out his spirit. That, that one's the one that comes down. So the spirit of Jesus Christ is the Yachita, the Lamb of God, the singularity of the man Jesus Christ, the unique one. That, let's see, how that's this. Uh, I'm trying to count, I'm going to keep count of all my souls now. Hold on, let me get my fingers and my toes out. How many? Right, we got Nefesh, Ruah, Nishama, Chaya. So yeah, Yachita is the fifth soul. That's the fifth, uh, five smooth stones, five souls of Psalms 103. The two hidden ones are the Psalms 104. There's two times the soul is mentioned and that's represented in Jesus's five loaves and two fish, which is represented in the oral Torah. They talk about the five books of Moses written, and then the two supernal hidden ones are indicated in the text with a specific uh, symbol, specific letter, and it represents the Shekinah, which way the ark was facing uh, as they traveled. So it's like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Acts, and then two books of oral tradition, which are these two fish of the ninth and tenth week of... Enoch's world. So I've got one of those souls now in the ninth week, and it looked like a red rose. So you have the white rose of the Yachita, and then the red rose of the ninth week. And oral tradition of the New Testament will end the entire curse of the fall mm. in the entire universe. Amen. Truth and So, yeah, the Yachita is connected, uh, and then above, is so the, it's like when the spirit comes down. It's like, so that singularity, that's connected. I don't even know. This is going to make sense to somebody at some point. As, as they go up, maybe someone will go through the master class and they'll see this because they'll need to hear, what's going on? What What is this? Why is there no structure? You know, okay. <laughs> you know, I don't want anyone to get here and be like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Okay. Let's get him in the sun of the side first. Right. And then uh, Jesus Christ. So the, one, the red rose uh, soul that I have now, that's represented in like Jesus Christ because you have the spirit. And then Jesus and the Father. Each part that he gives you, it's representative and of really, his kingdom. It doesn't need to take 40 years to climb the 10 worlds. I really think you can do it in um, several months. Okay. For Check real. it out. Amen. It's probably about time. Man, I had so much more to talk about, but we'll have to be the same bat time, same bat channel. And... Uh, <laughs> There's the breakdown if you want to know. You got prime eighth week Keter, primordial man, Adam, Kadmon, Ein Sof, or Ein Sof. And then Ein just goes on for infinity to infinity and beyond. That's 11 weeks. So that's where we're at. All right. Okay, thank you. Come again. All right. Ha ha ha. Ein Sof. There's a little picture that you can kind of see. The rings, the circles connected to the Keter. The Yachita is the Keter, but it's also your first taste of that above realm. It's one with the Yachita, it's the next rose. That's like your door to the world of God, God's world that he lives in. Okay. Amen. Wonderful stuff. The Holy Spirit wanted me to teach just apostolic doctrine of finances for 30 seconds to bring some structure into your lives, into your minds, understanding the kingdom more accurately. It'll help you a ton. Tithing maintains the size 
of the apostleship. Brother Ministries is an apostleship of three apostles, Shadrach, Rebecca, and I, and we're global. We're in every nation, have been for 15, 20 years. So the size of the apostleship is maintained through tithing. That's eternal doctrine. Okay, Melchizedek received the tithe from Abraham. We're in the order of Melchizedek, which is the maintenance, the maintenance of apostleships, of saving and glorifying souls that are all growing in the Word of God, the Torah of Yadivate. So tithing maintains the size, offerings grows the size. And that's good wisdom. So the offerings that we're taking are for Shadrach's house to be furnished. We've raised about $2,000 so far. That's decent. We can buy one marble desk. Just a side desk. It's very small. Um, it'll probably be in the corner in Buckingham Palace if it were there. But it'll be a centerpiece in the apostles' houses because we're still kind of on the side of what's important in the world because of how much gray matter of people in the Valley of Decision right now. And let's be accurate. Most of the tithes and offerings are going to the Tabernacle of Molech. If you want to be accurate... 99% of Christians' offerings in the dog houses are going to Molech. Yep. Truth, anyhow, I don't care if your intentions are as pure as they think they are. If you're involved in that earthly system, mm-hmm. Molech gets all your offerings. Yep. From all your conferences, all your churchianity, all of it. When you begin to come into the structure of righteousness Amen. to destroy wickedness and all the clip of sorcery of the sorcerers, now you're building the great temple of the sapphire stones. And we've taught about that already at at Joel's Bar, how this is the building of the last temple. It's not a temple on earth. It's the heavenly Jerusalem of the book of Revelation. It's in heaven. It's on the stars, living on the stars, building the temple of God's glory on the moon and sun and stars. As it's written in Revelation 5.10, they will rule over the earth from the heavens with Jesus Christ for a thousand years. And it's going to start in our watch. That's what God is using this ministry through the wildness of prophets who've laid their lives down so that God can do anything through Rebecca, anything through me, anything through Shadrach that is in his heart, not ours. And that's how you get so far out in the angelic stuff right now. It's so separated from yeah. the human Christian system of the matrix. Where your money is, there your heart is also. So giving and charity and giving into this apostleship is a great way for you to start making your way up the sapphire stones and just coming out, right? Because rung one, mineral level obedience, give with a cheerful heart, and just s- stop giving into augury, start giving into righteousness, and you go up Become a superhero of the cosmos and a literal avenger. Yeah, you got to start Christ. with mineral level obedience, yep. which is tithing. Yep, yep. Minimum 10% of your income. And if you're not there, you have zero chance of ever overcoming anything in the earth. For where your money is, there your heart will be also. If, if your heart is not building the great mm-hmm. temple, living on the stars, you will never escape the matrix. It's true. It's not buying salvation, it's sacrifice. It's an offering and a sacrificial system like Abraham to Melchizedek. And because he tithed to Melchizedek, God said, I will give you the stars. That's Genesis 14. So let the offerings come forth now for Shadrach to furnish his house. Let's raise even more. The tithing for maintaining the apostleship, the offerings for growing it, 
What size do you want your ship to be? Do you want it Battlestar Galactica? Do you want us to be on television? Would you like to see us on radio? Do you want us mm -hmm. to expand in your nation, in other cities? The size of the apostleship is your consistent tithing. The offerings explode it. In Jesus' name, give generous offerings. Links in the description. Bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen. Amen. Well, the Bible speaks about uh, the living creatures. Even their backs were full of eyes. Oh, yes. Every part of them was full of eyes. Now, I'm not preaching on eyes again tonight, I don't think. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. <laughs> How many are conscious we're moving into a new day of revelation? Oh, yes, we are. We're moving into that revelatory realm by the Spirit of the living God. God's doing it differently. And uh, let me read my verse. <laughs> Acts chapter 2, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, barisi alamandoro, tongues of fire, tongues of fire, tongues of holy fire, tongues of fire, time.